black and yellow is back. What's going on, man? Hello. Bunny man and Cronus. Bunny man and Cronus. Been a minute. It's been a couple minutes. Yeah, thousands <laughs> of minutes. Thousands. <laughs> I don't know what the last one was, but I have a feeling like it was at least six months ago. <laughs> for some reason, it's probably like four months, but it's a long time. Four to six months for sure. Yeah. So how have you been, man? Been good. I uh, I've been doing a lot of work. I think maybe that's my normal status update. Working, working, and uh, trying to finish up my Warriors doc and uh, staring at cosplay girls in my uh, spare time. Awesome, awesome. So you're doing a whole documentary on the Warriors. <laughs> you've been working with the Warriors for a long time. Like when when did that start? Uh, I don't know. In two thousand. Nine. Mm. So, so that was before they started winning championships oh yeah, yeah. recently. I was so. a, I was a real fan. I thought they were going to win the championship when they couldn't even get to the playoffs. <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> That's like me and the Niners right now. Like, uh, really? Yeah. I mean, I know, I know they got uh, that new uh, quarterback, Coach but TV. yeah, yeah. But I don't think they're going to make it anywhere anytime soon. They yeah. might. Like, I mean, they could surprise me. I'm still a fan. Yeah. But uh, they got pretty bad yeah. ownership. Yeah, they fired basically everybody that was good. Yeah. And then one guy, they, they like, oh, like Kaepernick, he wasn't that bad. He just needed a good fucking coach. Yeah. You know? I mean, put aside, you know, his political, mm-hmm. like, statements or whatever. I don't really give a shit about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a, he was decent. He was, he was a running quarterback. Though. That was the only problem with me is that mm-hmm. uh, running quarterbacks will never get you to the Super Bowl ever. He got to the Super Bowl. Well, he's not going to win one. Uh-huh. He's never going to win a Super Bowl because he... He he's not looking to throw. You know what I mean? His, his first instinct is always to run. I think I if don't he know. Was, he had an arm. He did, but he didn't use it enough. Like yeah. he he was always like his first thing is I'm in trouble, I'm going to run. Yeah, he yeah, would just yeah, abandon everybody that was down. The super elite QBs are like they own that pocket. Exactly. <laughs> like that's what happened with uh, Steve Young, perfect example. Mm-hmm. He used to be running quarterback, most people don't know that. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. uh, he got with a, a decent coach and he learned how to throw better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he got better options. And then he didn't look like a chump behind Joe Montana. Exactly, exactly. He was a great replacement. I remember yeah. when he first got replaced, everybody thought he was going to suck. But of course, because it was Joe Montana. Yeah. yeah. But he uh, he did it. Joe Montana was a shit, though. What's up with you? Uh, I just went through a move, obviously. We're yeah. doing this podcast in my garage, unfortunately. But pretty dun, soon dun, I'll have like a more dun, professional. Dun, yeah. dun, the garage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, other than that, you know, I got my purple belt in jujitsu, so that's like oh, that's the next right. thing up. I think Jay told me that. Yeah. So yeah. you're officially an ass kicker. I know yeah. purple belts are hard to get in jujitsu. They it, are. It represents a real time invested. It's not a fucking like taekwondo where you just learn to do a couple fairy kicks in a row and then yeah. you can get basically whatever belt you want but you can't beat anybody in a fight yeah yeah it's basically if i was <laughs> did in, i did i summarize that accurately yes yes you did i, I hate shitting on other martial arts but if i was in another martial art i would have had my black belt by now so oh, for sure i think like, the most effective real world martial arts are jiu-jitsu and muay thai and yeah. Boxing and wrestling, in my opinion. Boxing, oh, for sure, yeah. boxing and wrestling foundations, and then whatever permutations are used in things like uh, what's that Israeli one? Oh, uh, Krav Maga. Yeah, that was. I heard that that one was pretty decent. It can be legit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, it was. Uh, you know, it took me five fucking years yeah. to get it, so I'm like halfway through. How many days a week? I go three to four days a week. So if so. you had one arm, could you still beat me? 
Yeah, because actually, when well, I was you practice when your arm was fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Psycho. <laughs> I really did. If you had no arms, could you beat me? Uh, maybe. Under some circumstances. Yeah, you would stand a, a pretty good chance. Yeah, but maybe. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. Especially if I spend most of the time running. Yeah, it'd be hard. Like I have to basically. <laughs> I have to like triangle. You'd have to, yeah. You'd have to get me with your legs, and and I'd have to. uh, It would would be tough. Compliant to that, (laughs) but you know what's funny now is like I roll with white belts, and I try to just use. uh, If they're standing up and I'm on the ground, I'll just use my legs a lot, and like see what they'll do. (laughs) What about one arm and one leg? Uh, yeah, I still get you. If I have, yeah, I still get you. If one arm is free, that's enough. One arm is free. That's all I need. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. What about no no legs and one arm? Uh. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. You could still get me in a headlock uh, or chokehold yeah, or something. Yeah, well, I'm thinking not even, like... But you'd have no leverage without any legs or arms, though. Yeah, um, if I I'd get you, if if I get you an ankle down. lock... Oh, an ankle lock. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can still tap you. I mean, that's how I got people... Like, when I have one arm, that's how I got a lot of people. It's, like, with uh, straight ankle locks. <laughs> Interesting. <with> yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. And it's funny, because, uh, you know, my instructor, he had somebody else come in. I didn't get his... I didn't catch his name, but he was another black belt. Mm-hmm. And he... Uh, he broke his ankle, like he broke the tip, broke his tibia off in his ankle. And I did the same thing on my right ankle, like a long time ago. Mm. And uh, my instructor Mauricio was like, "Yeah, you know, you know." He calls me Hassan, which is funny. <laughs> what the fuck? He goes, "You know, Hassan. Hassan. He rolled for <laughs> for like for months with one arm." And I was like, "Yeah, you, you got to do what you got to do. You got to train." You Wait, what? what I mean? Okay, what about if you had no legs, both arms, but I had a baseball bat? Ooh, uh, <laughs> the no legs part would be really hard. It would be, but. Uh, I would have to fuck the swing up. No, I, I would. <laughs> I would let you break probably my right arm. Oh, with the bat, and then I would take you very with the left smart. arm. Very smart. Yeah, mm, <laughs> willing to sacrifice himself. I'll sacrifice for the even, victory. Even though I'm right-handed, uh, my ankle locks are better on my left side. That's like so. a meta baron's lesson. Did you, <laughs> did you read that yet? I haven't. I haven't. Did I let you borrow that? No, I bought it. Oh, you bought it. Oh, okay. I bought it. I bought the hardcover, but oh, I haven't dude, read it yet. There's a cool part where he's sparring with his son, and he lets his son stab him in the arm, and he's like, "You can't win because you're not willing to die." Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, a lot of people when they get into situations like that. Uh, they're not willing to. They don't understand that sometimes you have to take damage to give more damage. Mm. So I'm willing to take some. Like if I'm if somebody pulls a knife on me. And I and I know it's gonna but be you gotta have fight. the skills to know what to do because yeah. if it was me, I would just run because even getting stabbed once wouldn't be helpful to me because I wouldn't know what to do with that after. Right. <laughs> so that, that's why I train, man. Because it's like not knowing. Like I remember the first time I rolled doing jujitsu, I felt so fucking vulnerable because I was at the time I was probably like two fifteen. I was a big dude, mm-hmm. and it was like if somebody that was weighed like fifty pounds less than me can fuck me up. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's kind of humbling, huh? Yeah, you're just like I can walk down the street. And you don't know like who could fuck you up, you know? Because it's like an un- un- most jujitsu guys are like really unassuming looking, mm. you know? It's just like, like Jay. Yeah, yeah. Jay's uh he's a he's a cool kid. He like when he he's a white belt right now, but he has like the body type mm-hmm. to like do really good at jujitsu. Yeah, it looks like he could wrap his limbs around people. Yeah. Okay, but he's a white belt. So what if he had no legs and both arms? Could I take him? Uh, for uh. Maybe. Maybe. But probably, I don't know. Probably not. I mean, his skills are still, I mean, he's a white belt, he's, but he has some experience behind him. Mm. I mean, he's got, I think, six months to a year under oh, his yeah. belt. Okay. So, That's pretty good. yeah, like white belts in jiu-jitsu are like kind of, it's kind of fucked up because there's some like white belts that are like, they're specialists. Mm. Or like, so when I injured my hand, I became a specialist. Mm. 
because I started like fucking so with legs. Master certain things. Yeah, so they get into like a certain position. Like you, you're gonna be. Okay, fucked. what if he had no arms and two legs? You, you beat him. I'd probably get him right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, good. You probably would. Yeah. He's, he's he's skilled though. I would show him a movie, and then sneak up on him behind. Yeah. He's not paying attention. <laughs> Just choke he can, him. <laughs> he can defend himself though. I mean, he's, he's, he's competent, especially like you know our gym is notoriously difficult to get promoted in. Oh really? Yeah, it's like really fucking hard. Mm-hmm. So when you get a purple belt, uh, what kind? Of, what are the tests like? There's no test. That's the thing. Oh, the the guy just decides it's time for you. Yeah. There's a ceremony, though. There's a ceremony, yes. But the, the, the weird thing for me is that both times I got promoted, you know, I was clearly at, like, the top of that belt. So when I was a white belt, oh, this isn't even, like, really bragging, but I, I know for sure I was, like, the top white belt mm-hmm. at the time. And then when I got my, my purple belt, which is, you know, the next one after blue belt, uh, I was at the very. There was only one other blue belt that was that's at my gym right now, that I was hoping would get promoted before me, and he didn't. But we had a conversation about it. It's kind of like some internal shit. Um, he wants to be like a world champion, mm. and I'm an old fuck. So <laughs> and he's like ten years younger than me, more than ten years younger than me. Mm. So and he usually gets the, the the better of me if I don't do leg locks. If I do do leg locks, I can get the better of him, mm. like a little bit better. But he's I have no problem saying he's, he's better than me in mm. general. Sure, and he's, he's a purple belt. He's, he's a blue belt. A different still. class. Yeah, yeah. He's a blue belt still, and I'm purple belt. But um, hmm. I talked to both him and, and my instructor, and they broke it down. I was like, all right, you know, I'm fine with it. So. Interesting. So then, um, in jujitsu, what's the top level? So for most people, if you're not in jujitsu, you believe that the black belt is the top level, mm-hmm. but your black belt is not the end of your journey. Mm-hmm. So there's two belts after that. That to get those, it takes basically time as a black belt, mm. um, and usually being an instructor. So it's one. One is a uh, the coral belt, and the last one is the red belt. But you have to be basically old as shit. Oh, red belt! They made a movie. They did called Red Belt. Yes, that guy, that writer and director, he loves jujitsu. Apparently, he's been studying for a really long time. Oh yeah, I could tell because uh, uh, was it Ch- Ch- Twelve L Four? Yeah. I can't say his name right all the time. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he was doing some like legit jujitsu moves in the in, in the sh- movie. Oh. So so. So he was a practitioner too. I'm saying the writer and the director was uh, had trained in BJJ. A long yeah, time. what I can tell is like it's like a love letter to mm, jujitsu. So yeah, you know, yeah, I, yeah. before I watched the movie before I started doing jujitsu. Uh-huh. So I did some grappling like in the Marine Corps, but it it wasn't like it wasn't as good as jujitsu. How good is the martial arts training that you get in the Marine Corps? It's pretty good. So I I got two different kinds of training. When I first came in, it was a uh, it was called line training. L I N E. It's like linear interrupt neurological something. I can't remember the whole thing. But it was pretty good. It was more to just like get to the point and kill somebody. Right. And then later on they decided to uh, start putting in... They started looking at all the martial arts out there. And then seeing what was the best parts of those to bring them into the fold. And so that that, uh, got transformed into what's called McMap. That's the Marine Corps martial arts program. And so I got some of that as well. And they even have belts in the Marine Corps. Mm. So... And that was pretty. That was like at the end of my Marine Corps career is when they started doing that. So, but right. yeah, it's 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 pretty legit. That's why most. I mean, most Marines in general they're gonna be tough as shit, mm-hmm. and that's basically how they're gonna beat you is like through just sheer toughness and willpower. But they also have some legit fighting skills. Well, I don't think anybody could beat me because I'm a four-time white belt. And <laughs> <laughs> what Taekwondo? Taekwondo. I took that three times. Really. <laughs> Three Jeez. different places. You're like the worst Korean ever, dude. Pretty much. <laughs> and then uh, I did Aikido once, which mm. I was, I when I asked if when we were going to compete, and he said we didn't. I was very disappointed. Yeah, there's no. That's why. 
Aikido falls into the realm of what I like to call bush, bullshito, <laughs> because they it's they always do all of their like moves on a willing opponent. Right, they never right, do it on right. unwilling opponent. So you don't know. And if it's a really work. hard martial art to do on somebody unwilling. Yes, I mean it's like me, really fucking hard. But they like some of their stuff in there, like all the their wrist locks. They're fucking legit. Oh, for sure. But yeah. to get it, get them into the wrist lock yes. is the part that's all bullshit. It's like they're gonna rush and punch and, go, and then you turn. It's like it's really hard, especially if somebody's bigger than you. It's gonna be really hard to grab their wrist. Yeah. and turn it. Um, the one thing that I would say, though, that is pretty, could be deadly and useful is the training in the swords and the staff. Yeah, but it's if, if you have a weapon, right? Well, that's what I mean. If you were like Michonne in yeah, Walking yeah. Dead, you could use Aikido skills to chop off heads and shit like that. You pretty, could. Pretty yeah. good. Like, I, I took a ninja too when I was like a kid. <laughs> and it's so funny because like I told my daughter, because uh, our backyard was like full of like weeds and shit. And so she had to take a weed whacker to it. And some of the weeds were, like, basically fucking trees. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, uh, you know, Dad, I, I can't, you know, weed whack these. So they're, just, they're, they're breaking the line all the time. I was like, oh, you know, we'll just use my sword. And she, she goes, you have a sword? She's like, what are you, a ninja? And I was like, well, I did take ninjutsu. And she's like, that's not even a real thing. I was <laughs> like, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's a real thing. Like, it's not just Naruto, all right? If she watches Naruto. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's a real thing. It's harder than ninja. So. But actually, it's yeah. not practical nowadays. I heard that actually... Uh... The island with ninjas are offering um, to pay people to come and learn. It's a good ninjutsu. salary, too. It's yeah. like $85,000 yeah. US dollars. So. You just have to give up everything else that's important. Well, <laughs> if you want to be a ninja, <laughs> why not go all the way, but right? <laughs> it seems like performance ninja, though, not ninja ninja. Mm. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know what's interesting? I don't, I don't know why I haven't heard more about it yet, is the... Um, you know when they were built those full body suits so you could battle with like weapons? Yes, there's actually They're trying to make a league out of that. There's right? a league. Yeah. There is a league. Yeah, there is. Oh. You never seen it? Nah. It's like dudes in like full full plastic full, body armor. No, like full metal armor with metal swords and like hats they're dulled obviously. And uh, they fucking go at it. Hmm. I'll show it to you after the podcast. If, if we're doing like video, I thought I would it was show like it. some sort of like poly plastic. It was like some No, it's definitely metal. Keep bullshit and I'll show you. Hmm. So talk, talk for a minute, and I'll, I'll pull it up. My name is Bunny Man. <laughs> I am going to talk for a minute. I uh, I drew something left-handed. and It, it looks, looks really like, good. I, I looked at it. It, <laughs> it looks like a retarded version of a retarded drawing that I might do with my right hand. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about how back in the day we just said retard. We never called retards retards. We just, oh, I'm sorry. We never called mentally handicapped people retards. We only called stupid people retards. Yeah, well, the funny thing is, like, retard has, see, I wasn't bullshitting. This is it right here. Oh, uh, no, I was talking about something different. Oh, you want to talk about, like, cool actual too. battles? This is different. This is, like, they wear this, like, shock absorbent type, like, suits. They look like, um, like they would be soldiers in a sci-fi movie. Huh. And it has, like, full articulation, so you can do moves, but you can attack with, like, swords and different maces. I mean, do they use different weapons to, like, go yeah, at it? That'd but, be fun. Yeah, I'll send you the link, but... Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but I always wanted one of those suits. Really? You could probably make one, man. Probably. Especially now with uh, 3D printing. That's going to be my new thing. After I build the Infinity Base and I get <laughs> the uh, this house situated, uh, I definitely want to get... A, 3D a legit 3D printer? Yeah, they're actually pretty cheap right now. Are you going to print guns? 
Uh, no, because that's actually people think that a three D when they say three D print guns, it's you can't really three you you, well, you can, can but you can't. Well, it's hard to print the metal parts. Right, that's a mill. So you still that's have to buy the yeah. the barrel and the things like that. Right. So all you have to do you have to it's kind of technical, but you have to print the lower half. Uh-huh. And that's the part you have to... Because the lower half is what you need to print to, like, shoot. Yeah. The upper half is you can buy the parts anywhere. That's like, that's the barrel mm-hmm. and the sights and all that shit. Um, but, yeah, to, to print the lower... I think which, they've made plastic ones that you can uh, print the whole thing, but yes. they, you can only use them, like, a little a couple times. Right, because yeah, the part of the barrel is plastic. Right. So, right. yeah. That's why... You, I mean, you can print it. You need a mill. Like, they have a, what's called a, a ghost gun. Uh-huh. And they can sell you the entire like it's like a little tiny mill. It looks like a three D printer. But it oh, I saw that. That dude's under uh, attack right now, isn't he? Yeah, because well, he went to I think the Supreme Court mm-hmm. recently, and he won mm. because it's just information, and you can't make information illegal. Well, you can, but you can't. So like in a super That's gray area. category. I mean, for instance, you wouldn't want people just handing out how to three D print. A nuclear bomb or like a uh, well, that's biological a, weapon, you know? Well, that's the thing, though, is that yes and no, because... But you could say disseminating that information falls under the category of creating, like, a, um, unsafe terroristic opportunities. Sort of. because So you can go to any library or anywhere online right now and, and find how to, like, make bullets. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, exactly how to make bullets and shit like that. So why can't you do it for a gun? That, well, but I'm talking about like a nuclear weapon. Right, but a nuclear weapon, you need certain materials that are not available to the average person. But eventually it will be. No, it, it, I don't think it ever will be. You it's, don't think so? It's, yeah, to refine uranium. Well, I'm thinking more like Bill Gates is more worried about biological warfare and and uh, spreading diseases and bacteria oh, that's, and stuff. That's so easy, it's probably scary. It is so easy. Yeah, I mean, you just make some ammonia and bleach, and that's you can make a bomb out of that shit and kill anybody in a fucking building. The guy who yeah. made the Anarchist Cookbook later on said that he regretted making that book. Because, I used to have that. Yeah, yeah. so did I. Yeah. <laughs> but he said he personally regretted it because it, it, so many people latched onto it and it helped. It was like a gateway drug for like yeah. people who are more extreme to, to do other shit, you know? So he said he regretted it. So I'm just saying, like, I think you could talk about the law, but then there's also what's right or wrong. You right. probably don't want to spread that information unless you actually want the potential of a bunch of people dying which i don't know maybe you're thanos no well i'm you know, sympathetic to, to go i'm sympathetic <laughs> to both sides like obviously i'm a. I mean there's the ideal and then there's the practical reality right, right? right so idealistically you don't ban any information but in practical reality there's some pieces of information that probably everybody it shouldn't at least be easy for them to get well but here's the thing <laughs> about the the whole like 3d printing guns mm. there's like a couple of points that most people kind of miss is that first of all to mill a gun like even the lower pretty much the price of a gun mm. right just to buy that piece of equipment to, to make that and uh most people wouldn't do that mm. like they're not going to go through that hassle to 3d print a, they would just buy a gun mm. you know what i mean and they say that you know it's untraceable but there's no real database that for i don't know man so. i I, th- I just knowing that there's a way to make a gun out there that's untraceable made me think for a brief moment of who I would want to kill with one of those guns. <laughs> oh, dude. Like, if you're actually... Let's kind of get into it, but... I know how to basically kill somebody without anybody knowing. Yeah, but you, you know have... You have, yeah, I have, I have a different set of skills. You have a different... I'm yeah. saying if even a common person like me is... Well, I'm not very common, actually, but, you know, a normal person that's not trained like that is going to... It's just like... It's just like after I played Grand Theft Auto for the first time, 
for like four months straight and then after I appeared out of my cave and I started driving I like I really had to fight hard to not drive on the left side of the road <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> that's crazy all I'm saying is that sometimes some people not so good well the weird thing to me is that when people bring up you know the untraceable gun mm. it's that if you shoot somebody it's pretty much untraceable anyway uh what do you mean so if I shot you, like if you were out walking, and I shot you, and I just left, and I didn't leave the gun in the scene, how are they going to know what, what gun shot? They would just know the caliber. Unless, but if they shot, if you shot me with your gun, though. Okay, I shot you with a gun that I purchased legally. If I shot you on the street somewhere, nobody else is around, how would the investigation go? Well, that's detective work if somebody, you know, but I'm saying if they found you with the gun, then you would get in trouble, right? Right, but it's the same thing with somebody with a gun that they printed. Yeah, but you could ditch it. Well, you could ditch my gun, too, that I bought legally. Yeah, but then you bought it and it's on record, and if they ask you where the gun is, then you have to lie and say that it got stolen. A detective would have no idea, like, where to look. Because it's never touched with a forty-five. there's millions of .45s out there. You know what I mean? And there's, like, when when you shoot somebody, it doesn't print... Your gun serial number. Dude, it's still the easier bullet. to kill people with an untraceable gun than a traceable gun. It's not. It's just as easy. I don't know, man. I think that's why people don't use their own guns when they commit murders. Well, no, but, but I mean, seriously, think about it, though. Mm-hmm. Like, if I shot you with a gun that I own, yeah. the police would have to come to me in particular. Sure. But how would they know it was me? Like, I, I would need a motive. But it's the same thing if somebody... Yeah, but you're would... talking very random, though. Plenty of people who use their own guns to shoot get caught because they have a motive. And right. they could trace the motive. So that's, that's what I'm how saying. They become suspects, right? But if I have no motive whatsoever, if they couldn't find a motive, like they, they would have the same amount of yeah, difficulty. Yeah, but that's different. So in your yeah. situation, but most times, but also you're not thinking from the side of like let's say a career criminal, right? Or somebody who has murdered multiple people. Like someday later, like there'll be some homie on the block that just prints guns for everybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, it's not like so doing that is not economical. Maybe not, but yeah, maybe. no, no, definitely not. <laughs> like you can do it, you can do a couple of them, but like mass, you can't mass print at this point mm. uh, weapons like that because it's just it, you take a, a a large piece of metal that costs a, a significant amount of money, and you have to mill it down, and mm. it takes time. It takes uh, potentially days to do that, and so you you're gonna lose money if you're gonna sell them a lot of time. So. Unless they just use them for one or two times. You can, but I mean, just... Wouldn't that be the point? Because they're supposed to ditch the guns after they shoot somebody. But you could easily just buy a gun and just scrape up the serial number. And then that's that's a wrap. I think... That's way easier to do. I think printing a plastic gun would still be easier than buying a gun. At some point later, when it's cheaper. Yeah. Well, plastic plastic gun, yeah. It's like one-time use. I get you there. Yeah. But like doing like an actual, like uh, an AR or something like that. It's a lot of materials and a lot of time. (laughs) Okay, so either way, the real, real that's not a real problem that we have to worry about right now. Not yet. Yeah, <laughs> not yet. I, I think that most criminals are not going to take the time to research uh, what, printer, what mill to buy and then figure out how to mill a gun when they could just go to the black market and buy a gun with no serial number. It's a, it's a weird, like, gray area right now with, with, with that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I see both sides. Like, obviously, I don't want somebody... To be able to buy a 3D printer or a mill like that, and then print a bunch of guns, like if they wanted to, like I think. It, but if you if you pass if you pass background checks and you can own a gun, 
I think you should be able to make your own gun. Of course. People so. make their own guns all the time. Yeah, yeah. By buying the parts and putting it together. Yes, exactly. So maybe it's more like if you got caught distributing guns that you made, That'd then be you should yeah. go to prison for a long time. Yeah, they should be for your own now use. Now you're... Exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm Especially if you're selling them to people that end up using them in crimes. Yes. I think if, if you if you wanted to sell your shit, you need to get a... What's it called? An FFL license? Yeah, like fun. actually be legit. Yeah, you need to be licensed. Mm. So I'm with you on that. Yeah. Okay. Like I'm, I'm both... What about meth? I'm both for and against <laughs> gun control. Um, oh, what about meth? Gun control? I mean, gun. Oh, yeah. Well, this this is in gun control you mm, know, realm. That's true. So, I know it's people who are have never shot guns and are liberals and are against guns always hate hearing how fun it is to shoot guns. It is fun, <laughs> but it's honestly, really fun. I love archery too, though. It's exactly. Yeah, like it's that's that's yeah. fun to me as well. Yeah, actually, uh, archery is more like a martial art to me than. Shooting a gun. Sure, yeah. No, that was yeah. part of the martial arts. Yeah. So wait, so then for you, do you, when you say you're for and against it, so you think there shouldn't be like 32 round machine guns like getting sold out there, the ones that mass murderers use? Uh, there should be more control on that? Well, I think that there, I think there should be better background checks, but it kind of delves like this whole fucking long thing of how we don't. I don't see, Take that's kind of wishful thinking. I don't think the background yeah. checks seem to be doing much. Well, it's only because we let. We ignore uh, mental health issues in America, and we're n- we're actually exacerbating the problem with certain drugs. Like mm. most mass murderers, that are in mass shootings, they're on some they are or were on some sort of uh, mental health medication, mm. and nobody really wants. Oh to yeah, they are definitely clearly mentally ill. Yeah. Well, um, also, most of them happen in states where it's easier to get a gun than, say, California, right? Uh, no. Uh, well, for mass, well, there's been like one here. Or let, two? Let, let me, I yeah. guess, clarify. Yes and no. So for mass murders, yes, but that's to me that's like the whole mass shooting thing isn't a huge problem. I mean, it's a problem. Don't get me wrong, but there's like way worse problems with handguns, mm. and nobody wants to bring that up because nobody wants to outlaw handguns. Mm. Like if you look at, I think it was like last weekend, over 100 people were shot in Chicago. All handguns. Mm. They have the tightest regulations on. Firearms in the nation, or one of the tightest, and uh, Chicago does. Yeah, Chicago does. Mm. The vast majority of all gun violence is done by handguns, mm. and nobody wants to admit. So that you're they're... saying those need to be regulated more tightly? Well, no, I'm saying that we need to look at the the problem overall. It's not mm. just a firearm problem. It's some people want to kill people problem. Uh, more people are stabbed and hit and killed with hammers than are shot. But don't with you have to approach it from rifles. both ways until people can responsibly? massively own guns control it a little bit well it no because like i said in like chicago it's already the most well-regulated place in the country so mm. obviously from that side it's not working because mm. they're all black market guns that they're getting shot with mm. so keep the laws the way they are well i mean maybe modify some of them i think that uh having a background check and mental health checks is, is mm. important um yeah maybe that's a good point yeah because i i think that if you're mentally unstable, I think that you should not be having access to a firearm. There th- are a bunch of people, though, that they they didn't really. It was hard. It would it would have been hard to get them. I mean, they kind of showed that they're mentally unstable when they right. like pop. So it's like a tough. Maybe someday it'll be like Minority Report, where they just like future crime. Yeah. Yeah. It or might they, be. Or they just scan you and they're like, ooh, the chances are very high. <laughs> right. And, but you know what's weird is that, so I'm somebody that suffers from mental illness. Uh-huh. And I, I love shooting. And uh-huh. I obviously don't want those rights taken away. I'm not dangerous to society. Uh-huh. Uh, 
even though I said that, I don't want to get caught up with, hey, because you had, you know, depression or PTSD, sure. you can't own firearms. That, that, to me, that's fucked up. I think there needs to be, like, a, a more rigorous check, I guess. Oh, of course. But I, I, mean, also, I also have, like, a, uh, what do you call it? I went to a therapist, and I'm, mm-hmm. I got the okay. So, to, like, that I'm normal or whatever. <laughs> or fu- fu- fucking functioning. So. A, a functioning psychopath? Yeah. No, I'm not a psychopath, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> um... I mean, I think uh, you're definitely not a psychopath. Um, and yeah, maybe, but okay, let's say you are you have a Twitter and you talk about murdering people. Yeah. That that's And you have a history of mental illness. Yeah, I think then that. You definitely are triggering a flag at that point. Right, but then, but then it delves into something even more fucked up. It's like <laughs> your, uh, uh, your personal information, right? So right. should they be able to, like say we just got angry one day. Yeah. And you started like just fucking mad tweeting shit sure. but you never actually mean it especially if you're young you can say a lot of dark shit and not actually be close to doing it exactly so that's a tough one yeah it's tough so but uh, you know there's, there's other nations but maybe that's the price you pay and you gotta it's gonna be harder for you to get a gun yeah maybe don't be a dick <laughs> yeah exactly like, ever i mean yeah, that'd be great right that's what i mean yeah anyways i got you that's i mean it's a tough one but it's it, it's weird so like people always compare america to other countries countries and i think some of them are you know valid but some of them are not like people bring up japan and australia but like small countries yeah even i mean those aren't they're sort of small i guess but they didn't go through you know a civil war sure you know what i mean they didn't have to fight for their independence uh yeah no i mean guns are i mean i always tell people whether you like it or not they're never going away no they're not they're too ingrained in the identity of uh americans yeah yeah Yeah. it's it's never gonna go away and it's also one of the reasons why nobody will ever invade us. Mm. Uh, I think it was who was a General Yamamoto mm. from uh, Japan during World War II. He knew after they talked about the plans to you know bomb Pearl Harbor and do all these kamikaze attacks, mm-hmm. and, and that he, was it. <laughs> yeah, well, he knew. Yeah, he said that was basically it. He said, "Look, we we cannot put troops on land in America because behind every single blade of grass would be a gun." <laughs> this is his words. Like he he already knew. Like you, you can't you could not you you could get past. Fucking California, you can get past New York. As soon as you hit the Midwest, you'll come to a fucking complete <laughs> stop. Like, you got to fucking Arizona, you'd be fucking done. Yeah, Arizona would be a hot spot yeah. for sure. And th- mm. that's part of what protects us against, like, foreign invasions. Like, the, a, a major portion of it. You have to nuke us all. No longer our biggest worry being invaded. No. Well, I Not mean... Not since the British left. Right. But, I mean... <laughs> I mean, Russia's been kind of a problem recently, right? I don't think they're going to invade, but they've no, been definitely fucking with us. Cyber warfare is a huge problem. Yeah. Um, I don't know why people aren't talking about more about the fact that Trump is obviously his fucking hand puppet. Because I've never seen Putin so fucking happy and smug. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Every cause... time you see him with Trump, he's like the most relaxed, happy, complete 180 from Obama. He knows and... he's weak. Exactly. Yeah, he knows. Well, you're talking about Trump? Yeah, Trump is weak. He knows. He, he has knows so much Trump is dirt weak. on him. He doesn't know. He's controlling him. I'm guarantee you that he's been telling him things to do. Because if you look at what they're doing, they're like dismantling so many interests that help the Russians. Yeah, Man. and it's uh, it's, it's terrible. It is terrible. I, you know, I, I gave Trump a chance. <laughs> and I remember that. I just I can't. You know, I mean, obviously I was wrong, and I'm yeah. I'm fine with saying that I'm wrong, but it's okay. It was like it before he actually did anything. Yeah, before he did anything. Like I said, I, I'm, I'll give so him a chance. So it was still a hypothetical situation. Yeah. And he did al- almost everything wrong. 
almost everything wrong. I'm just like, dude, yeah. how the fuck are you still president? Yeah. Like, you're, you're fucking awful. Yeah. Like, I, I've never seen a single president, like, attack his own, country. His own citizens. Yeah. I was like, what the... Why are you it's tweeting really, about LeBron James? It's really crazy, man. I don't give a shit about LeBron James. It's wild. Yeah. It's it's a different reality. Ugh. It's so it's so crazy. You know, I said it ever yeah. since uh, President Bush was was president. I was like, you know, I, I I voted for President Bush, and I was like, he's so far to the right, though. I'm very worried that the next person is going to go way further to the left in the pendulum effect, and then the next person can go way further to the right, and it's not going to fucking stop until we have. A serious fucking problem, and I think we're there. This you know is I mean? exactly happening. That's actually playing out around the world. The pendulum. Yeah, it, there's a lot of um, hardcore right wing people in different countries taking power. Um, it's going down, yo. Time to buy more guns. Yeah, it's uh, it's we're we're kind of fucked, but we should be okay. You know what really has me worried right now is actually the financial situ- situation, mm. because the stock market is super high. You know, I I own stock. And it's going up, but this shit is so artificially inflated, it's fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, it, in here in the Bay Area, like, our, our housing markets are insane, too. Like, I just bought this house, mm. and I, I got kind of lucky with this place. I got a fucking deal on it. Like, I literally bid $20,000 under asking, mm-hmm. and I got it. Whoa. I was like, what? Because, like, the last place we bid on was, like, we bid forty over, mm. $40,000 over, and somebody outbid us by a lot. Wow. So this one, we just got fucking lucky. I was just like, fuck it. My realtor was like, I got a feeling <laughs> that if you, if you bid under... You can get this place. It's like, why not? And so we got it. But yeah, um, our nation, we didn't fix anything since the financial crisis. Nothing. Mm. And so right now, it might not be as bad for the real estate market. In the Bay Area, it is. It's, it's that bad right now. Mm-hmm. But in other places, it's not that bad. But we, we also have the same problem with, uh, with our cars. People are, are buying these cars that they cannot afford. It's the same exact problem that we had the, with the uh, real estate market mm. back in the day. Mm. And I think it's, it's going to crash again. Like within probably... You know, two, three years, it's going to crash. Yep. That's what I'm thinking. Especially when we did two, nothing to three, fix it. You four know. years. Something like that. That's why I bought a place that will gain value almost no matter what. Yeah. So. It's a good idea. Anyway. So, All right. the one thing we wrote down. <laughs> the one topic we're ready to talk about. Right. We're going to talk about uh, Asians in college. Which I'm not ready to talk about. You're not ready to talk about. Why is that? I never went. I did go to college. That's right. Yeah, I didn't no. finish. I never. Well, I never started. So, mm-hmm. I went to junior college. Which one? All of them. All of them. <laughs> Every single <laughs> yeah, one. Like... I went to all the Peraltas. Wow. And uh, a couple other random ones. Yeah, I never. I, it was, I knew as soon as I, you know, graduated high school. Well, I knew before. When it, in elementary school, I knew school wasn't for me. Yeah, me too. Like, this is not the way I fucking learned. Yeah. So. Well, I thought I was just going to be a really famous director, and I was like, fuck all this math stuff. Well, you're famous now. <laughs> I'm famous amongst my family. <laughs> famous to me, man. <laughs> like, every time I have you on, you're, like, more and more famous. Like, you, you had a fucking Samsung commercial. You were fucking doing a <laughs> documentary. I'm famous. <laughs> well, but you're doing a documentary for the, for the uh, Warriors. You're doing, like, a, a lot of shit. <laughs> And uh, to me, you're famous. I think you're going to get more famous. I appreciate so. it. You guys are famous to me, too. Really? Yeah, interviewing all these cool people. Oh, well, yeah, we that we do. But, yeah. yeah, I don't consider us famous yet. Yeah. yeah. Time. Time, yeah. That's what we got to do. I, You know, I was uh, speaking of cool things. I, uh, <clears throat> I wrote down in my journal, my diary, in my journal, <laughs> I uh, wrote down, because I, I, I was talking about it with my friend and, you know, 
I, I wrote down all the years since 0 to 36. Uh, basically going year by year, like, if that year was like a good year or a bad year. You know? Because some years you have, it's like kind of defined by certain oh, events. Yeah, yeah. And whether you want to be kumbaya about it or not, it's like some years sucked and some years were great. Yeah. Sometimes years are mixed, you know, obviously. And... I had a lot more down years than I thought, and a lot and more good years than I thought, and I realized I actually did do a lot more cool stuff than I thought. Is yeah. like sprinkled all around, so I was like, "Damn, I'm a super unappreciative bastard." <laughs> <laughs> That's like a isn't that a common Asian quality? I think so. I think you're always yeah. downplaying any success or achievements for whatever freaking golden ring that you got in the sky somewhere that you think is your definition of success yeah yeah <laughs> usually but instilled by your parents somewhere. i'd rather be that way than like overconfident you know yeah, what i mean because that's, that's true overconfidence is it's fucking bullshit because i've seen a lot of people that think they're doing really well but they're like they're shit bags yeah you know that's i mean they're, true. they're not doing well professionally they're not doing well personally you mm. know and they think they're the shit mm. and I, I don't understand it i agree usually great artists know when their stuff sucks so it's easier i mean it makes it more possible to grow you know yeah yeah i like i don't know i like growing i think that's what keeps like my mind uh aware and like way more active yeah. you know what i mean I, I love learning shit like it's it's fun for me yeah know? if if that ever got old I, i'm going to feel old as shit <laughs> you know it's like it's it's weird. so there's like a guy that I do jiu-jitsu with. He's like this, this older guy. He's in his like late 50s and he's this Asian dude. His name is, uh, I call him Mr. Robert. Mm. And it's funny because yeah, I've been rolling with this guy. I, when I was a white belt, he was like a blue belt and he doesn't look that, I mean, he looks like an older guy but it doesn't look like he's in his 50s, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's like, he's muscular. Like, I, imagine a yoked ass old Asian dude. <laughs> that's, that's pretty rare, right? Yeah. Especially here in America. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the first time I rolled with that guy, you know, I thought, I knew he was older and he fucked me up so fucking bad as a white belt. <laughs> and so now he's a purple belt, and, and now so am I. And I, I started noticing that, like, his, like, movements are very rigid. Like, mm. like his whole, like, his skill set. He's only comfortable within, like, a certain realm. Mm. And it's like a, it's like a wrestling realm mm -hmm. where he'll, like, he will fuck you up if he's within that realm. But yeah. out of that realm, he's kind of, like, out of his depth. Yeah. So, because he, like... And that's he, when his age will show? Well, yeah, that's when his age will show, because he's, he's not... He's a really nice guy. Sure. I love this dude. Mm -hmm. But, like, outside of his skill set, he's not, like, open to, like, opening up his... We call it the game. Mm -hmm. He's not willing to open up his game. Mm -hmm. And it's funny, because, like, the other day... Uh, so he doesn't do pelvic thrusts and tears yeah, No, none of that shit. <laughs> uh, but it's funny, because, uh, like, two weeks ago, I noticed that he started coming to the classes at, like, when I go on, like... Thursday and Friday, like during no like the noon classes, I was like, "Hey man, what are you on vacation?" He's like, "Oh, you know, I, I retired a while ago, so now I'm just doing whatever." Mm. And I knew that he traveled to like back and forth to China because he's Chinese, mm. and he would just he be, he would just take a fucking backpack with him to China, mm. and that's how he would travel. What? I was like, dude, that's fucking dope. Is like, he dark skin? No, he's like a you know normal skin tone Asian dude. Oh. Um, he's not super tan like how when people travel. All no, over. no, he's not. Mm. But uh, I asked him the other day. I was like, "Hey man, what do you, what do you do for a living?" And this is before <laughs> I knew he was retired. He's like, "Oh, you know, I'm retired, man." And I was like, oh, for real? Like, what did you do when you were working? It's like, oh, I worked for Cisco. Mm. He's, he fucking wrote code for Cisco. Like, way back in the day. I was like, holy shit, dude. And then he like, just got yoked? Yeah. Like, that's the way he's always been. He, he mm. was like a wrestler from, like, way before. And then he learned uh, jiu-jitsu. So, you never know somebody's background. But, yeah, like, opening up your mind, though, will keep you, uh, 
uh, I guess more uh, the the mental plasticity will will stay there with you. Mm. That's important. I've been kind of fighting that lately. Is is trying to be more uh, fluid with my thought and more like open to to things. Yeah, still got to do jujitsu, man. I know. You got to come do it. We went floating once, right? Oh no, you went floating, but without me. I went right. floating with you. Did you? Okay, you went after that, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I yeah. went again. We got to do uh, cryotherapy next. But I really need to get you to do fucking jujitsu, man. <laughs> like, for real. I would like to do a lot of things, but... <laughs> you know, time? Is it time? It's mostly time and money, and I think I'm still in that phase where I got a bunch of monkeys on my back and boulders I'm pushing up the hills, so... The, Sis- a- the Sisyphus route? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Fuck. Um, I hope not forever, but... I know uh, shit, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're a geek, so you know a lot of stuff. I am. My my, uh, my nickname, Cronus, is from Greek mythology, if y'all didn't know. Oh. That's, why I, that's why I know who fuck Sisyphus is, and that's why I love God of War. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the new one is going to be... Is that out? It's yeah, It's been out for a while. It's, oh, yeah. That it's, one's, uh, like, really good, right? 11 out of 10 for me. Oh, wow. Yeah, the people were saying it was, like, the best one ever, for sure. It's one of the best <laughs> games ever for me. Mm-hmm. Because it, it took a, a character that everybody knew and... Gave him, like, a whole new depth. Yeah. yeah I heard it was, like, way more deep story-oriented like oriented than the last one. But yeah. But still mean, fun to play. They made him a dad. And yeah. Was like, I never thought of this, about this guy yeah, like, being a father figure. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so back to the Asian thing. Yeah, back to the Asian Why don't you explain this for us? Yeah, so recently I learned that if you're Asian and you try to get into an Ivy League college, this might be in every college, I don't fucking know, but I know particularly in Ivy League colleges and especially in Harvard because there's a lawsuit against them right now, <laughs> that uh, it is more difficult to, to get into those colleges if you are Asian than if you are not Asian. <laughs> As in, you need a higher SAT score if you're Asian. And I think that is fucked up. I don't know why this is not a news story. On like every single major, quiet about it. <laughs> yeah, but it should be on like every, I didn't know about it. Every major news outlet should be talking about discrimination against mm, Asians. Mm. You know what I mean? I understand that uh, Asians in American in, in America are they're at the top of the heap. Mm. Nobody wants to admit that it's like the best best kept secret ever. But you guys Asian are Asian girls at the top of the heap. No, Asian men are too. Yeah, that's true. There's I'm, a lot of girly guys out there working hard. I mean, a- Asian girls, as far as like I guess the sexual heap, they're they're up there. <laughs> Right, but as far as like careers go, Asians in general, they are they're fucking killing, killing it. it. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I mean, honestly, this may sound terrible, but maybe they had to do that because they would they would just be overrun with fucking Asians. But what is that's not fair though. Like that's that's not the American way. Like if if you're that good, then you know you I get in. I think those colleges are interested in preserving our idea of the American way. I think they just want to keep white america as strong as possible like, yeah well they want to feign diversity but then when somebody's too smart they're like oh fuck diversity like, it's, <laughs> it's so fucked up like they're they're willing to lower standards for uh other minorities but then raise the standard for one minority and that is not <laughs> a fucking story um, like, how is this happening that is pretty terrible um maybe there just needs to be more rich asian donors to those schools and then they'll start letting more in I don't think that's how it works. Well, not in this, not in this instance anyway. No, yeah, yeah. So how did they get caught though? Uh, I can't remember. Well, I know like a. It seems like it's so illegal that they would have to hide that. 
Well, I, I know from, what was I watching, like, Steven Crowder, uh-huh. and there was, uh, I'm not a right-wing guy, but I watch, sure, I watch both sure, sides. Sure, I watch sure. left-wing and right-wing stuff, so yeah. just so I know, you know, what both sides are talking about. But there was, he was doing, like, the thing where he says, you know, can, you know, whatever my opinion is, convince me otherwise. You know oh, what I mean? uh-huh. And so he did a thing about, it was, I can't even remember. Oh, it's like, white privilege doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. And so... He went up against this uh, this other white chick and this uh, this African American woman, and they were arguing with him. But they weren't making really good points, and he was making some re- pretty good points. And mm-hmm. then after they like basically left, uh, this this black guy came up and he was like saying how what the black girl was saying was totally not true because mm-hmm. he was from the Air Force and you know he didn't believe in uh, affirmative action and shit like that. And then one of his I think it was one of his friends he was Asian. And he was like, yeah, you know, I got discriminated against in, like, most college because he said that he knew uh, people's SAT scores and they would get accepted into colleges when he wouldn't and his score was higher than theirs. Mm. And that was, like, a common theme. Uh, with other, I looked it up with other people. Where mm. Like, they knew the, their, their test scores mm. and they were getting into colleges that, that, that they were not so getting So it's like into. a common truth that people know or a secret that a lot of people know about. Yeah, and it's, mm. it's fucked up. I mean, I... I don't have a problem with somebody raising. I, I don't like the the bell curve thing. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like if you're that good, you're you're just you're that good. You know what yeah, I mean? Like I don't yeah. think you should not be penalized for being good, or that those of your same ethnic background are that good. Hmm. It's it's it would be like uh, if nobody black can run track anymore. You know what I mean? Because you're too fast. <laughs> That's basically what it would be. People would be fucking outraged. Like, oh, they have to start later than everybody? Yeah, yeah. Like, dude, people be outraged, and, and nobody's outraged about this shit. That's funny. Maybe society looks at feats of intelligence and feats of athleticism differently, though. Oh, they definitely do. They look at it in the wrong way. Yeah. The, the, the main reason why I did not uh, do a lot of sports when I was in high school, because people... So I hold the school record uh, in my high school for the 40-yard dash, uh-huh. and they every year they fucking want to be... They aggressively... Uh, recruited me to go on the football team, and I was like, "No, oh. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna fucking." They wanted do this. you to run around like yeah, Forrest. I'm not gonna fucking do that shit because I, I can get fucking hurt. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I'm, I'm you fucking, probably wouldn't even be as smart as you are right now. Yeah, I'd have some brain damage, some kind of CTE. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? I'm like, fuck that shit. And you know what? Maybe if you combine that with the military, that would have been a different story on your PTSD. Yeah, it definitely. You never know. That, yeah. that kind of stuff is real. Yeah, it's shit's fucked up, and I think that. Uh, in the African American community, I guess, kind of bring this back to like black and yellow. Black and yellow, black and yellow. Is that I think that the African American community uh, relies too much on uh, physical attributes like mm. sports and entertainment mm-hmm, mm-hmm. rather than er- um, education. Mm-hmm. And I think if we reverse that, focus more on education and less on sports and entertainment, I think we would be uh, much better off in society. I agree. I think the first step, obviously, is just having really good family systems that's what leads to yes. pretty much everything else <laughs> it, yeah that's that's very true yeah i was just interviewing this lady today uh, and she uh she was lived in oakland since like 65 or something and she went through the whole crack ep- epidemic and she was on crack for like 15 years oh, before sure. she cleaned up been clean for a long time she's you know works at a hospital things like that but she was talking about how you know uh, growing up and having so many homes without like fathers, like role models, you know, it it uh, it leaves the door open for a whole bunch of shit to happen. 
<laughs> yeah. So, like, if you looked at, like, before the civil rights movement, uh-huh. uh, African-American families were whole. Mm. Like, and then after the civil rights movement, like, a couple the years... The government was like, we need to break these fuckers up. Well, it's not even just that. It's just... Uh, it was just, like, a, a, everything at combining together. Yes. I'm not going to say... Yeah. The civil rights movement was definitely... It was not, the, like, the catalyst. Uh-huh. But, like, there was a bunch of shit that happened after that. Like, mm-hmm. especially when it came to, it like, the divorces marker. and, like, mm-hmm. having men... Having... Usually, men pay mm. uh, child support. That was a huge mm. contributing factor, and shit like that. And then, like a whole bunch of other shit. It's just mm. like using uh, welfare, then affirmative action. Like, it's like a lot of shit. That also, was- black men became the uh, prime labor force for prisons. Yes, but There's- they're also well. Can I give a caveat for that? Mm. I understand that black men are, are put in pr- uh, in prison at a higher percentage mm-hmm. than any other ethnicity, but we are also committing more crimes. <laughs> like people kind of ignore that shit. Like I understand. Like to me, drug crimes are not a huge deal. But but is that a chicken or egg thing? Did no. they commit more crimes before the government interfered? Uh, that to me it doesn't matter. Uh. The government should, is not forcing you to commit. Mm-hmm. Is not forcing you to commit acts of violence. Mm-hmm. And so I was, I was trying to say, true, um, true, true. The, the drug thing is kind of like I'll set that aside for now because I don't. I think all drugs should be legal. <laughs> that's honestly what I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's your own personal fucking business. As mm-hmm. long as you're not hurting somebody. But when you look at violent crimes, uh, African American men still like the vast majority. We're like I think like seven percent of the population, but we commit almost half of all violent crimes. And I think there's no fucking excuse for that. Mm. There's there's none. Yeah. If you want to tell me, oh, the government did this and that, I'm, I, don't, I don't give a shit. The government is not commanding you to be to fucking kill your brother. You know what I mean? That's They're true, not. and maybe there won't be change until people think of it as there's no excuse. Yeah. Because uh, when you make excuses, you're also, in a way, being a victim, which takes away your ability to change things, too. Exactly. That's why I don't like the whole victim. Oh, we talked about this like, like yeah. a long time ago. I don't. <laughs> this whole victim mentality is fucking bullshit. Mm. Like, everybody has been a victim to something. True. You know what I mean? Everybody has. True, true. You, you need to fucking figure that shit out on your own mm-hmm. and become a better human being. That's true. I'm you, definitely a victim. My wife tries to stick her finger up my ass all the time. Wait, wait. wait you got married? Oh. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> you guys got married? We did, yeah. Just the city hall thing, though. Holy shit, the, congratulations, yeah. Thank man. Thank you. It was a... I, so... <laughs> God Oops. damn! I'm forgetting that That's it's how actually long it's not been. public. Well, I'm forgting it's not it's not public because actually well, it's been it a, a year. It's been a fucking year. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Okay, the reason why I didn't tell anybody is because I didn't tell my parents, so I didn't want to tell anybody <laughs> until I told my parents. Did you tell them? I told my mom. You didn't tell your dad? Not yet. What the fuck? I know. Is your family? I basically Wait, did on. it. Are your mom and dad opposite. still together? No. Okay. okay. Yeah. 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 But I basically still did it completely opposite to the way any good Asian boy would do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I uh, uh, well, because the thing is that I did. I, I did, my mom only met her like three or four times mm-hmm. before I decided, okay, I'm gonna marry her. To you know, and uh, I didn't want my mom to disapprove and taint my experience of like. Going through that process with her, you know? Yeah. So that's why I did it. But that was still a bad mistake because I waited for way too long to tell her. And then I decided for some reason to tell her on Christmas Day. <laughs> which, Merry Christmas. Which was hilarious <laughs> because 
we had a beautiful day. My mom, my sister, and I were hanging out. We had lunch. We went to go see a movie. We had dinner. We're having dessert, and I'm like, I have something to tell you. Jesus Christ. Right? And my mom is so fucking hurt that I hit, lied to her, basically, and hid this from her. And my sister looked at me, and she was like, really? You couldn't wait one more day? <laughs> <laughs> so you fucked up Christmas. I fucked up Christmas. In my logic, I thought... That everybody was in a good mood, so it would be easier to take that info, and it wouldn't be a big deal. <laughs> the funny part is that my friend, one of my best friends, on Christmas, proposed to his longtime girlfriend, but uh -huh. he did it the right way. He did it at his girlfriend's house in front of the family. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he he is the uh, dependable, smart one, <laughs> and I was the impulsive uh i don't know what it is um but i think um it's been an interesting ride and uh it's been fun i don't so, know i won't have to have a real wedding though at some point you two are still happy year. Are, yeah good good no it's great it's flew by i uh it was way better than i thought it was gonna you're be you're living together right yeah okay yeah it was way better than i thought it was gonna be um and I and you know in hindsight I think that was the only way I was ever gonna get married, really? because yeah because I didn't really want to get married too much before and well I did and then I didn't and then also um, I shot weddings so I was you know I did wedding video for a long time I got burned out on them and I just and I don't want to be the center of attention believe yeah. it or not I just for some reason I don't want to be standing up there and so uh, I don't know but I forget that I haven't told people yet so yeah so now it's starting to slip <laughs> out casually. That's, that's fucking fascinating. So this this episode will be called uh, "Bunny Man Messed Up Christmas." I want to say "Bunny Man Fucked Up Christmas," but it, I'll, I'll get both of my tunes. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I like that. I, that's kind of what happened. So, so now I'm I'm debating how I'm going to tell my dad. I think my mom was like, "You shouldn't tell him that you already got married. You should just tell him that you're going to get married." And I was like, "You know what? It's not the, fair the, that I had the wedding? to." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "No, I think it's not fair for me to fuck my mom up by." telling her and then let my dad have the fantasy like in the nice way yeah so i think i need to fuck up his days as well but i gotta do it in the best way possible but also christmas, i'm hoping gotta, that this christmas, <laughs> that's what you might do. as well well this time i gotta try and do it before christmas because no. i think we're gonna when's his birthday <laughs> oh it's actually this month there you go doing his birthday fuck it i might as well this i was gonna do it this way this time i was gonna say hey so i'm gonna get married and he he's gonna I think he's gonna be fine with that because he kinda already indicated that he thought I would marry her. And then whatever he says, I'm gonna be like, and I already actually kinda did. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Oh man. Sometimes I think I just do stupid shit in my life just so I can have funny stories to tell so other people can be amused at my own the follies of my ways. Sometimes it's fun to do fucked up shit. Yeah. Just to see like what happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was an interesting journey, though, because in the beginning, I didn't really realize I was married. I thought it was like kind of like just like this testing kind of period, you know, in my mind. Yeah, you no. should not think about it like that. No. Because you are financially and legally bound together. Yeah, and she was all in way before I realized that she was all in, you know? Yeah. And I was like, oh, we're actually definitely really married, because she started threatening me, like, if you ever leave me for a younger woman, I'm going to kill her. 
And then it was, if you ever leave me for a younger woman, I'm going to kill both of you. So did you, you hear what Buddy Man just said? This is why Cronus is not getting married. This is, I'm not doing it again. It's, it's funny you say that because I've been writing a whole bunch of notes that could be potential stand-up material later on. Yeah. Which is basically all the things I think about when because we're married. The things that nobody ever fucking tells you before you get married. Um, what, what was the, some of the stuff I talked about? Um... The saying "a happy wife is a happy life." Yeah, well, I hate, I hate only that women say that, and yeah. and men that are brainwashed by their women. Yeah, I say it all the time. I was like, "Happy wife, happy life" is fucking bullshit because it, it it shows that nobody gives a shit about the dude, like at all. We're just like some usable fucking thing. Yeah, you know. Uh, and the things that they they do to trap you that go away once they have trapped you, like. Nobody ever tells you that you'll never get the same amount of blowjobs the rest of your life. That's why I'm... Those always go down. Yeah. Those inevitably, they become like fucking bargaining chips. <laughs> like, oh, I'll blow you tonight if you do this. And then nothing happens, you know? Yeah. See, this is the reasons why I'm not <laughs> married. But actually, it's pretty been pretty fun, so I don't really have any regrets. I just think these are funny, funny... Um, I guess on the same side, so- on the same side though, do you still give her a head though, as much as you used to? No, that's why I don't complain. See, yeah. But but actually, on the flip side though, I give her a lot of back rubs. Back rubs. I, right. I make guys look bad. I give her like a back rub, like probably almost every other night. See, every back rub when you're when you're single leads to sex. Exactly. That's the way it should be. No, I just give her a back rub and she passes out immediately. No, no, dick's going somewhere. And then in the morning, she's <laughs> satisfied like she had sex. That's <laughs> and, not how that works. But actually, I. But to be fair, it's not her fault. I've been the one who's been really tired. She has a, you know, she wouldn't. Or so far, she hasn't withheld any sex. <laughs> just, just blowjobs, apparently. Just, just the blowjobs <laughs> have magically, and I guess it makes sense because it is called a job. It's not like blow fun, like it's something that she would do just for the hell of it, she like on a fucking Wednesday. She doesn't you know? enjoy it? I thought women enjoy blow, blow jobs. I think they enjoy the way they make you feel. Hey, I'm, I will be 100% with you right now. I enjoy, I'm not going to look at you, you in the enjoy- eye. <laughs> I enjoy eating pussy. I'm just saying. What? I, I don't mind I, that. I fucking enjoy that shit. I enjoy it too. Yeah. But uh, it's okay. You can look me in the eye when you say that. No, it's just it's weird to look at a dude in the eye. I enjoy being pussy. I'm just, just saying. <laughs> I like it when a girl sits on my face. That I do as well. Um, just saying. I, uh, but I, the thing is, uh, yeah, I guess I'm just tired and lazy. Um, you gotta get more active, man. You gotta, you need to work out. I do need to work out. We uh, talk about this every fucking time you're on the <sighs> podcast. You gotta work out, man. I've given up talking about it as if I'm going to do it, and I just do pitiful things Dude, once in a you while. You will feel better. Like, your whole life gets fucking better. That's true. Like, you've, you've known me for a while. You, mm-hmm. you know me since before I did keto, right? So you saw mm-hmm. me when I was, like, bigger. Mm-hmm. You, didn't see when I, you didn't even see me when I was fucking fat. No. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I feel so much fucking better now. And I can still drink and all that shit, and I, I've been maintaining the same weight since, like, two years ago. Mm. Like, it's doable. You just got to... You got to give up part of your part of your life for at least six months. After that, you. That's you're what fucking I was good. thinking. Yeah, I. Uh... Hmm. It's not that long. Not that long. And the problem is, or before I had to start traveling in a triangle around the bay, 
I was actually working out. And then... But how are you working out? See, that's... Going to 24-hour fitness. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> Playing basketball, doing some stretches, hitting the weights a little bit. Yeah, it's just, that's the thing. It's like there's no... You don't have like a, a concise path. Yeah. That's what I need. Yeah, like you do a little shit here and there, here and... It's, doesn't work. It doesn't. For nobody. Like everybody that I know that, that is like not in good shape, they always tell me, I go to a gym, I lift some weights. I'm just like, but you're not doing it right. But I was... Not as heavy as I am right now when I was doing that. At least I was keeping, maintaining some sort of fucking figure. But you can get all that shit back, man. You got you got to do it before because you're we're the same age, right? I guess thirty six. Oh shit! I turned thirty nine next week. Thirty nine? Yeah, we're about we're about the same. We're age. about that's the same close age. enough. Same generation. Yeah. Uh, you can get all that shit back, man. Yeah. Get no, I back. can tell because if I even just am healthy for one week, my body starts to like firm back up. But why not do it for? Three to six months, dude. Honestly, I, the real truth is I've been pretty stressed out a lot. And when I get stressed out, I eat a lot of junk food. Well, yeah, junk food, bad food. And then I don't work out. So I know if I started working out, that would help with the stress. It does. Especially if you, like, eat, if you eat the right way and then you work out the right way. Like, all that shit can be fixed. I know. Yeah, it's not... It's not to me, it's not that hard, but I understand for, like, other people, it can be hard. Because it's just discipline, man. You know what I mean? Mm, all, yeah. That's all it is, discipline. Yeah. yeah. I'm just kind of waiting before I start. What are you waiting for? The best time is always right fucking now. I know, but I got to finish eating that burger tonight. All right. I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep, <laughs> give, I'm going to stop giving you shit because I don't want to turn it up. I'm not, I'm not going to be that fucking guy. I don't care. You could so, be that guy. I, I don't, I, I appreciate it. Um, one thing I'll say about being married, though, that I like, and this doesn't have to be marriage, it could be just being in a relationship, when I'm out and about and I see people on, like, a date, I'm like, oh, I'm so happy I don't have to go through that again. (laughs) Fuck the job interview. After 30, nobody likes dating. Guys like it more than girls. Girls fucking hate it. That's why I think guys... I mean, they do naturally like younger women, but I think it also contributes to it. Because what I noticed after 30, meeting a 30-year-old girl, really fucking hard to meet one that's not destroyed and disappointed with men by all the fucking douchebags that lied to them and ruined their lives in all these different ways. And then at this point, at their 30, the clock is ticking, and they're just trying to find somebody that checks off enough things for them to gamble taking a baby with. And all the other romantic shit just completely got thrown out. That's actually why I really love my wife is that she has that youthful energy where is she, she younger gets than you? like two years. All right, yeah, she yeah. gets really excited about stuff. You know, yeah. she acts like a big kid. You know, she has that natural energy. You know, yeah. And um, so I like that. That's good. I mean, I've been with K Mac for a long time now. Basically. Uh, eight years. Mm-hmm. We haven't been boyfriend and girlfriend for eight years, but we've been like <clears throat> clutch. Pretty, we've been together for basically eight years. Because I remember I moved back to America, like on I think it was today, mm. in twenty ten, mm. and like maybe a week or two later, I needed help with a motorcycle, mm-hmm. and then she came over to help me, and because she moved back from Colorado, mm. and ever since then we've been uh. She came over to help you, or she came over to get you? Well, I don't know. She, well, she came over to get me. I, I know now she came over to get me, but yeah, yeah I, I just needed her to unscrew some shit. But uh, yeah, we've been two peas in a pod since nice. since then. Yeah, 
I, I've we, me and her have been together than most married couples yeah. than we know. Like longer. And so you were pretty early. You were like, I'm not getting married, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I let her. Like, this is my one advice. Well, not one, but this. I guess one in particular advice that I would give anybody that's like in a relationship. Uh, let your partner know your intentions oh, as soon dude, as possible. Great advice. Yeah, hundred percent. Because like I told her, that's probably the best advice. Yeah, because I told you, her like I'm not yeah. looking to get married. Like I'll, I'll stay with you for as long as possible, but if she doesn't work out, then that's the way it's going to be. <laughs> but I mean, I love her, All right. and we're not like splitting up. But I just had to let her know that I'm not looking at getting married. It, Especially at the time, because I was going through a really bad divorce. I completely co-signed that advice. I think uh, it's also the most manly thing you can do is risk losing a girl by being honest. Yeah. To just say, hey, this is me, so that way. And also, coincidentally, if you're really honest and you're like, yo, I'm just here to hook up and have fun and make friends with people, you can actually get laid even more and not have any strings attached, and then you can still be friends with them. Yeah, like the... There's uh, a lot of benefits to being honest. So this isn't... (laughs) <laughs> I well, Kim, I, she kind of knows about this, but there was a girl before her uh-huh. that uh, we hooked up a bunch of times, and she didn't really want to have like a boyfriend. Uh-huh. So I was like, "Look, we're gonna make a pact right." Like when we first started like hooking up, I was like, "Look, if at any time either one of us does not want to be around each other anymore, like in like a boyfriend mm-hmm. or like in a a sexual way, sure. that way, mm-hmm. uh, we can either one of us just say no, and then that'll be the end of it." Like. We're not going to, like, give each other shit. We'll still be friends, but I'm not going to put that kind of pressure on it. And so when I came back to America, one day she was like, you know what? I, we shouldn't hang out anymore, like, in that kind of capacity. And I was like, you know what? Fine. Good to go. I wasn't even fucking mad. So, and a couple weeks later, came back, came around. So, mm-hmm. just worked out. But, yeah, don't uh, keep to your promises. So that's, like a, that's, like, the first time I made a promise like that to, to a mm-hmm. woman. I was like, look. If you don't want to do this, it's fine. But you need to let me know, like, right away. If you're feeling that fucking way, let me know, and then it'll be done. Don't fucking drag that shit out. I don't want to get this crazy fucking argument. Just tell me, hey, I think we're done. Then we're done. I didn't didn't even fucking question her. I didn't even say, hey, what did I do? Anything like that. I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, I'm good. So just break it off. Also, the hard part that you have to do is you don't, like you said, keep your word. Don't go back and start fucking with their heads exactly. to get laid when you're like super horny or lonely. And I did not. Yeah. Like I, I still <laughs> talk to her every now and again. Yeah. But I was never like, hey, let's hang out and do this. Like we we hung out, but like not in that kind of capacity. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like because we were we we're friends, and I was like, I'm not trying to fuck your life up. I don't want you to fuck my life up. So let's just keep this amicable. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. And it worked out. Don't don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. That's like the best advice ever in life as a human. <laughs> um, did I talk to you about my theory about how to? I did. We talked about that. What? I don't know. You didn't about tell me how to uh, save the world. Did you? By reclassifying half the people as functionally retarded. Maybe that sounds familiar, but I agree. I'm still down. <laughs> if we talked about it before, I mean, some people shouldn't have the right to. Vote on what yeah, happens with our money. Rights. Yeah, they shouldn't have rights. <laughs> a lot of people shouldn't it's have rights. The whole, I mean, it's really playing out now because of Trump. When you see... I mean, dude, I saw a photo of these guys were wearing a shirt that said, I'd rather be a okay. Russian yeah. than a liberal. I'm like, are you... F- that... Are you... Wow. Just, I was like, just move to Russia. That is just peak stupidity, though. And it just shows, like, how far society has gone and it's on both sides but definitely more on the right side i mean they're statistically 
proven that they share more misinformation than than uh, the left side. I disagree. No, there was an article about I, it. No, I think it's equal on both sides because it's, it's what mm. kind of information they're sharing. No, they're, they're more pro- likely to share false news is what it is. They're more likely to share false political news. They're not more likely it doesn't to matter share. if it's political or yes, whatever. If it's it does news. because if somebody tells me that a fucking crystal can can fucking cure my penis, that is fucking false news. And I see a lot of people on the left subscribing to that kind of shit about like this hippy dippy bullshit that is not. You ever think fucking that work. the left and the right are equally, yes, contributing to false news? Yes, I really do. Then how come you don't see people, liberal people, wearing shirts like? I don't know. I don't even know what the fucking... That's what I'm saying. I don't even know what the equivalent of... They... <laughs> I'd rather be a Russian than a liberal. I mean, that's... Right. Well, they, they wear they wear fuck Trump. They wear... That's not... Uh, he's not my president. That's... They wear... That's, you that's know, opinions, though. That's, that's not... Okay. But they're opinions, but they're, they're both invalid opinions. They're, but they're can both we, stupid. Can, hold on. Can we unpack the level of stupidity that's required for you to say a statement that you'd rather be a Russian than a liberal? Uh... Yeah, I, I, under, I understand. <laughs> Especially that's, when they're super pro-America, right? I How can you be pro-America and come on? I get. Dude. I totally understand, dude. Come on. But I see people on the left being just as ridiculous with shit. Not as many people is what I'm saying. No, there's a lot. There's like people. Listen, just in the state of California alone, I see them paying attention to to like shit that doesn't fucking matter to shit that does matter. San Francisco being a perfect example. Like, they decided to outlaw fucking straws and flavored tobacco. Meanwhile, there's human shit on the fucking streets. (laughs) And nobody seems to give a shit. They think that it's more important to get straws off the street. Like, what the fuck, dude? And they have a huge homeless problem. And they want to sit there and talk about how they're they're so compassionate towards people, towards immigrants and all these people. But meanwhile, you're letting hobos encamp in a fucking Mm, uh, a park that's supposed to be full of children... And then let them do whatever the fuck they want. Like, th- that shit's ridiculous to me. I don't know. In my perception, though, people on the right are more, historically, since Bush, have voted more for policies that directly affect them negatively versus people who are on the left tend to vote on things at least that they think that they know what they want. Yeah, I don't agree with that either. Okay. Because uh, look at Obamacare. Like... Uh, I hate call shit. I call it Obamacare. Sorry, the affirmative uh, <laughs> health care act. That, that's what I usually call it. I hate that I call it Obamacare. <laughs> I apologize. I'm not a fucking righty. All right, it's the affordable health care act. Uh, it did not help that many people, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, it forced people to buy into something that they could not afford. Like it, it was not. It didn't make it affordable for that many people at all. And I think it was a detriment to people. That wasn't enacted because of a popular vote, though. No, but they voted for the guy, and they were everybody on the left was all about it. I'm talking about when people actually vote on issues in their local, um, poll like uh, voting booths. You know. Okay. Well, well, they vote. They, people voted on the uh, the straw thing and the, the soda thing and tobacco thing, which is they're all things that are they don't fucking mm-hmm. matter. Mm-hmm. None of that shit matters to me. Well, I'm not saying that both sides don't have a lot of faults. I'm just saying that when it comes to the spread of misinformation, it's pretty clear that people on the right are, at least to a certain percentage point, more willing to entertain complete nonsense as their arguments for why See, they support something. We're going to have to agree to disagree. 
because I understand... You're saying it's equal, though. That's the part I'm disagreeing with. It Even is, if it was 55 to 45% <laughs> stupidity. It is, to me, from what I've seen on my Facebook pages... Hold on. If you were to line up a million fucking people who are hardcore right-wing yeah. and a million people who are hardcore left-wing, yes. Democrats or whatever, mm-hmm. you're saying if you had to bet on one that your life depended on them as a group acting more intelligently than the other group... I would bet on neither. <laughs> okay, all right. That, that's how I am. I'll, we don't have enough information to call this debate, to <laughs> well, be no, honest. I'll, we'll I'll have in, to agree to disagree. Yeah, that's, what I said, that's why I said that. <laughs> like man, you said, I, yeah. I'm in the middle, and I see them both as like ridiculous caricatures okay, of people. Sure. Um, because they, they both have like problems that they swear that they don't fucking have. Mm. I think, know? well, okay, I think on the lev- liberal side, the real danger is that they think they're smarter than they really are. Yes. They say a lot of shit to themselves, like they're so high and mighty... And they also say really dumb stuff that uh, really infuriates me. But it's and it it extra makes me mad because it's definitely always in a condescending like this is an open yes. shut case because I said it and I'm right. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And I have even heard people on the right at least be more willing to entertain some conversations on some things. But I don't know. That's, well, that's what I'm saying. Like they'll they're. They try to seem like they're smarter than they actually are, and their 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 basis is on misinformation. Like when it comes mm. to uh, well, I'll bring up uh, climate change. Mm. Obviously, I believe in climate change because climates is climates has always changed, right? To me, that's not like a huge deal. But when somebody tells me that uh, humans are the major contributing factor to climate change, I'm like, ah, maybe not. And then when I say maybe not, somebody will get fucking angry. And I'm like, dude. Like, you can't tell me that there's... There, you tell me there's no possibility that uh, we're the only reason why there's climate change. Like, pe- there's people out there right now that are on the left side that believe that humans are the only reason why we have climate change. I'm like, have you never heard of the fucking Ice Age? Of fucking meteor strikes? Shit like that. Like, there's obviously... There's a cycle, but don't get me wrong. We are a contributing factor, but what I want to know is, from any kind of scientist, is how much of a contributing factor are we? And that's what... That's where we're getting, like, a gray area. Because nobody can tell me exactly how much and that's the problem and then when people keep telling us that uh it's it's gonna keep getting worse and in you know x amount of years we're all gonna fucking die meanwhile back in the fucking 80s and 90s acid rain should have killed us by now you know what i mean so mm, but our science is advanced since the 80s though it has the but climate no. change I, okay i don't know enough about climate change i don't think either of us actually does when it comes down to the hardcore we can just go based off our hunches and feelings but at the same time, there's a lot of information that we don't have. There is, but I just want them to understand that, you know, there is but some But it is also a simple math if you think about the amount of harmful things we do to the environment that if we keep going, you, it's definitely not going to be good for us. Right, but what, that's the know? other problem that I have is that we're, we don't have the keep going thing. We've already reversed a whole bunch of shit that was fucked up. Like, a uh, perfect example... Let in your gasoline. I don't know. I think I think that what was, I see though is they just keep coming up with new ways to fuck up things like fracking. Right. That's really bad for the environment. There. Yeah. You don't right. know how that's gonna. Right. You know, I, but when it comes to, uh, 
when I bring up like lead and gasoline, yeah. this wasn't even a fucking scientific. Like it wasn't even proven scientifically. Mm. Like somebody just kind of jumped to conclusions, mm. and but it was a it was the right conclusion. Yeah, this is sure. why I love this story. Uh-huh. Is that basically they noticed that we had gasoline with lead in it, and all of a sudden within like two or three years, like the lead amounts in the oceans like oh, fucking skyrocketed. Oh, I bet. And they're like, "What the fuck? Yeah. Like how'd this happen?" And they're like, "Oh, well, we have lead and gas. So let's just like take the lead out of gas. See what happens." They did that, and then the lead, like basically on, on planet Earth, just fucking dropped dramatically. But yeah. there are definitely, I mean, okay, I mean, I, my personal belief, definitely humans are a contributing factor. I don't know how big, definitely a factor though. I mean, uh, yeah, I think there's definitely a factor. No other yeah. factor than humans <laughs> in but terms of aside from environmental stuff. But we're it's trying like, to fix it though. Like, it, sure, and we have really. Well, that's why done we're in a race. Yeah. We're in a race, but but see that goes kind of towards your argument. I mean, for what I'm saying, but what you said in terms of uh, climate change is real. Let's both agree on that. Yeah, yeah. But for yeah. some reason, only the politicians on the right are the ones that are like, no, it's not real. And they spread a lot of misinformation about that to their people. And therefore, all those fuckers don't care about it. And it's a big issue. Yeah, I guess more to your point. Like, I literally saw a Republican guy try to say that why do we have wind farms are going to run out of wind and i was like how the fuck are you in any kind of office i'm not even bullshitting you like you can look it up on the internet that's a hard the guy said that we're harvesting the wind we're going to run out of wind it's like dude you don't even fucking understand science like how the fucking world works how the fuck are you somebody that's making decisions for anything (laughs) it's it's the same party of people that i'm gonna shit on the right now yeah uh, (laughs) that they said just shit on everybody that's the real point well they were saying that there was one guy that was trying to outlaw, basically, wiping your kid's ass because you have to touch their genitals. And I was like, okay, clearly you're a pedophile. Because that's clearly. a problem for you. Yeah, <laughs> clearly you're a pedophile. Can you just go to jail now? Because you need to ch- touch their genitals to clean them. Because no like, other normal fuck? parent ever fucking makes that an issue. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Like, even though it's through, like, you know, a wet wipe or a fucking wipe or whatever, but still, you have to get in there yeah. and clean. Especially if it's a girl. Like, you... You can't like, just let shit get up in there. You know what like I mean? It's like Jim Jeffries says, there's no woman at any age that likes shit in their vagina. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And that's somebody that's just like, dude, you don't even understand how the fucking world works. How the fuck did you get elected? And that's why I have little hope for America, I guess. But somebody yeah, elected, that's I easy to pe- be pessimistic. You know, and to shit on the left to, now, I, I did something very petty the other day. Um, I've talked about this girl on the podcast once. She, the most sexist thing I ever heard a girl say is she said, no man can ever write a woman like a female character. What? Yeah. (laughs) It was like, and I was like, wow. I was just like so flabbergasted. And the reason why, and she's a liberal, you know, she's sitting there like smugly. She went to UC Berkeley. She's smugly teaching me about feminism and all this stuff right and then she drops that bombshell on me and here's the zinger this bitch i'm like so what are you doing after this and she's like oh i'm going to a buffy the vampire sing-along <laughs> that is hilarious i'm like you fucking cunt you know who josh Whedon yes is? i was <laughs> yeah. like you bitch you fucking are going to stroke the dick of a fucking man yeah anyways so this this for some reason, it really infuriated me because that's an example of I'm saying of how dumb liberal people are when they and when they think that they're so smart. Yeah. And then they and they're but they're dumb and they don't even realize it, which is even more damaging. Anyways, and uh, and so I went to go watch this movie, The Eighth Grade, 
which is an amazing film. Never saw it. It's in theaters. It's about a girl in eighth grade and all like the shit that she goes through. And the reason why it's so masterful is like it really perfectly shows how when you're going through puberty, how huge all the crazy emotions and things that you go through are to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, when you're a teenager and something's the end of the world, it's like the end of the fucking world. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they just show that so well. And it's the girl. And, you know, I was in a theater full of women. They were all laughing and crying. And it was an emotional film. You know, it was really well done. It was amazing. And, and that's why it gets really, it's getting really good reviews. Anyways, it was written and directed by a dude. And yeah. a story about an eighth grade girl. So I, <laughs> after I got out of the theater, I couldn't help her. I haven't talked to this girl in, like, two years and i still had her number in my phone so i found out so i texted her and i was like hey i just came out of eighth grade i was wondering if you saw it i just want to know what you think she didn't answer though but i wanted her to be like oh yeah i loved it so i could be like you cunts it was written by a man i waited two years to shit on you <laughs> but she didn't respond so maybe she smelled it coming yeah did you watch everything sucks <laughs> no you didn't watch it on the netflix i'm pretty sure it's called everything sucks hold on oh it's about uh, a kid that goes to, I think it's like a freshman year in high school. Mm-hmm. It's really fucking good. Mm-hmm. By the way, I know someday somebody's going to stir up shit about me calling yeah. uh, this girl a bitch and a cunt. I don't give a fuck. But you know what? I don't care because it's what she was you call in the a moment. Cunt. A cunt. It was just the moment. She's not a overall, I don't want her to die or anything, but it was just <laughs> a, a cunty comment. So I had yeah. to call her out. Yeah, I've seen a bunch of shit like that. It's like people are so e- they're so quick to shit on men. Mm-hmm. What makes it more disgusting is like when I see men shit on men. I'm like, I'm I see what you're doing, dude. You, you're trying to get pussy, but you're never going to. You know what I mean? Like you're you're trying to be this white knight, dude, but you're a weak bitch. You know what I mean? Like you're not you're not impressing. Like you might impress some feminist, but guess what? That feminist is not going to give you the pussy, dude. That is also like true. It's, it's not going to happen. So. Yeah. You basically just put yourself in a corner. You're going to stay there jacking off. So <laughs> that, I was thinking the other day, Aziz Ansari taught me that it doesn't pay to try and be the lovable brown guy. No, no. Just be yourself. Just be yourself yeah. and let the cards fall. Trying to be lovable just sets yourself up for fucking doom. That's why I want everybody to know I'm an asshole. I don't give a fuck. And it's okay because I still love my peoples. <laughs> yeah, it, it's sometimes... it's. It's okay to be an asshole. And as fuck long them as people, if they can't take a joke. Fuck yeah. them if they can't take a joke. Especially if they, if they know you're an asshole, like, right away, it's okay. Yeah. That's yeah. why I'm trying to establish that everybody knows I'm an asshole. Even though I'm not really a big asshole, but I am sometimes. But I just don't want anybody to think I'm super one of those model minority Asians. You are definitely not. We talk about this all the time. <laughs> I guess uh, Asians have the... Uh, they, have a problem with, they have masculinity problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, perceived, anyway. I think they do. You think so? Perceived well, and they do. Yeah. I, Everybody's got their baggage. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. They, you know what? They just need to own their softness. Just just be proud that you're smooth like a dolphin. Well, some of them, right? But some, there's also <laughs> some dudes that are, like man, that are like manly Asian dudes. Of course. That are just like, they get no love because everybody else is, you know, kind of effeminate. Yeah, I saw this dude in Japantown the other day with a full fucking... Paul Bunyan beard, and I looked at him. I was like, "That guy's never gonna shave that off." Yeah, when I see Asian with a beard, I'm like, "That's fucking impressive. That's fucking impressive." He's never gonna shave that off. That yeah. is his fucking uh, his man card right there. Yeah, beards are so fucking. I'm, I love that beards came back because I didn't know if I could grow a beard for like the longest time. Oh, really? And then all of a sudden, I just because so my dad had like a full beard, mm. so now it's weird. Um, when I see my uh, my stepmom, which she, we we're friends on Facebook, and my, my dad passed away a while ago. 
But so I look like him now with a beard because yeah. he used to have a beard for like a long time. <laughs> and so now it's like it's it's. I know it's probably weird for her to see me look like him, you know. So it's like we I we kind of keep our distance from each other because like it's it's hard for both of us. Because for, for first of all, for me, it's like it's hard because I knew that you know she was uh, my dad's wife, and then yeah. for me, like I look just like him. Mm. So I don't want to like try to communicate with her too much. Mm. You don't want a back to future situation going on. No, <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> yeah, yeah. definitely not. I mean, she's really cool, but yeah, uh, it's just you know, it's, shit hurts. You know. Yeah, no, that's that's some real shit right yeah. there. I uh, I've been binging this uh, these films by this director. Fuck, I don't. I'm not going to butcher his name, but he did this movie, Nowness, which is uh, all about dating in like the Tinder age. And oh wow. It's really good to me because it's really real. It's like honest about how fucked up and confusing it is and how people, especially young people, have no idea what the fuck they're doing. Dude, I'm so glad I never used any kind of dating app. Yeah. Like, I, honestly, if uh, I hadn't met K-Mac, I'd have just, I'm never going to use a dating app to like find a You would have been on there eventually. No, no, I wouldn't have. I would have put your photos on there and be I'll, like, look at all this pussy that's ready I for I would have stayed jacking off with a flashlight. <laughs> fucking f- I, honestly, I was at a point where I was fine being single. I didn't oh yeah, care. I mean, uh, it's okay to be fine to be single for periods of time, and I, it's okay to not use a dating app. But cool. see, I I went through a lot of phases. I first I was like, yeah, fuck those things, and then I was like, oh, I'm lonely. Let me try. It. And then I was like, oh, this is awesome. And then I was like, oh, actually, this really sucks. And then I met my wife on it. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. So I was like, okay, I guess uh, I guess I have to pass final judgment that I guess is not all bad. Um, you know, but it's a very, I think actually more people are going to have that story as we go forward. Because what I noticed is the more that, the more people that started using Tinder, the more you actually started getting like just normal people on there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like just the normal girl that just wants to meet somebody and isn't trying to fuck and just wants to go on a date, you know? Yeah. And so that's that's when I realized, okay, there's definitely cool people. And plus I had plenty of friends who are great people that are were just on there. So I think, you know, but at the same time, if you miss that boat, that is a good thing too because that fucking world uh, can suck terribly and you could feel super empty off of all that superficial well, shit. Yeah, well, that was the thing. Is I was never... I was never looking to, like, just fuck. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I needed, like, a relationship. Oh, so you've been a gentleman all the time. Uh, sort of, I guess. Uh, <laughs> well... You've had at least noble intentions 99.9% of the time. Yeah. So, I didn't have... I talked about on the last podcast, or two podcasts ago. I didn't have sex until I was, like, fucking 22. Oh, that's not right? that bad. So, this, this is, this is a terrible okay. story. Uh-huh. But here we go. It's part of my life. <laughs> right, so, the, the, the main reason why I didn't have sex until I was, like, way, like older... Is because I was terrified of getting somebody pregnant or being the wrong chick and then being stuck with her. Mm. And then it happened anyway. <laughs> I was just like, dude. Self fulfilling prophecy. What the fuck did I. Like, I waited and it still fucking happened. I was like, what the fuck? Uh, I was so fucking pissed. But, and then. That's interesting. Then I waited and then it was. It, it, it's good now. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, that's interesting. That's I think about that kind of stuff too. I think uh, there are some self fulfilling pro- prophecies because. You're worried about the thing that's going to happen, but you're not actually addressing the thing that leads to the thing. Yeah. Right? It's like yeah. the you're afraid of something happening because deep down, further deep down, there's some part of you that knows that you're going to do X, Y, and Z that could lead you there. You well, know? I knew I wasn't uh, I wasn't mature enough yet. You know, yeah. I wasn't ready, first of all, to have kids. I wasn't ready to mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. settle down. I was in the sure. Marine Corps and shit. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like I was a fucking wild man. Yeah. 
I was a wild one without like having sex. So I, I was like, I was partying every night. Yeah. I had a lot of fun, but I wasn't ready for a family. And then, yeah. I, you know, shit happens. Yeah. I, lo- I love my oldest daughter. Was she, it a moment of passion? Uh, yes. Or are you not sure when it happened? No, I, I'm not even fucking yeah. sure. I mean, we, we were hanging out for, for a minute, I guess. I don't know. It was, just, it was just a bad decision. But you were still in, in a good place at that point when the pregnancy happened. Uh, no, no, oh, I was okay. in a terrible place. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Uh, it's funny because my, one of my last girlfriend before, isn't it? Yeah, she, uh, I was with her for like six years. She, that was terrible. We, I broke up with her after like a year and then she got pregnant. So I got back with her and then was with her for like five more years after that. I think you talked about that, right? Yeah. yeah but That's pretty miserable. You don't have a kid though, so. Well, because we got an abortion. Okay, yeah. But that was, it was a, still sucked. Yeah. Yeah. That was a... Uh, that was definitely a regret. Not, I mean, it's not cool to do it to her, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, it was like... So, this is how fucked up my whole shit was. So, <laughs> before I went to, like, the Marine Corps, like, I had this uh, this chick that I thought we were kind of, go- you know, boyfriend and girlfriend. Then I, I, I went to boot camp, and then I got out, and then... I guess she decided to just move on. Mm-hmm. She went with like mm-hmm. some other dude, mm-hmm. and then they got married. Then they had kids, and I was like, "Fuck, all right, whatever." And so after you know, me and my you know ex-wife started like dating. Uh, even after she, even after the the last chick had kids, she was like, oh, you know, she wanted to like get with me and stuff." I was like, "All right, you know, you divorce your if you got to divorce your husband, then we can get together." She's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna divorce him. All right, cool." So I broke up with my my you know now ex-wife. And I was like, all right, you know, let's do this. And then nothing. You know, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? So I got back with my ex. And that's when you know, mm. I, I had my, my oldest daughter. And I was just like, and it was, it was, dude, that fucking whole thing, that whole situation had me like all fucked up. Like emotionally fucking. Oh, dude, I'm, God, yeah. that had to be. Yeah. I'm sure you were in a daze for quite a long time. Oh, yeah. And I, mean, I, had, and I deal with like Marine Corps shit. Oh, God. You know what I mean? I was like, <laughs> and then like later on, like, so when I got. My uh my ex wife pregnant, I I I was already assigned to go on what's called the uh, Marine Expedition Marine Corps Expeditionary Unit, the MU. Uh huh. And so I was gonna be gone for six months. Ooh. On a boat, and I was just like, "There's shit I can do." Like I'm. Yeah. Like, she got she was she was on birth control, and then I got her pregnant. I was like, "What the fuck?" You know. What she did? She miss her pills? No, I think that just the the corpsman uh, went a little too long with the devil shot. And, oh. Yeah, a bunch of people got pregnant with the same uh, corpsman. Shut up. Yeah, the whole bunch of people. And I was just like, dude, motherfucker. You got to be able to sue somebody for that. No, not in the Marine Corps. You can't, you oh, can't do shit like that. But yeah. That, Wait, that's... she was in the military too? Yeah, she was a Marine. Oh. We're in the same, uh, same platoon. I heard that people, girls fuck a lot in the Marines or they, in the ar- armed services. They do, especially when you're deployed. But she didn't, yeah. she didn't, she never deployed, which is weird mm. as a Marine, but mm. I, I deployed. So. Interesting. And you deployed that sperm. That I did. <laughs> I fucking deployed my recon unit on that home base. Um, I uh, I told I told you about the. Um... This is like a it's a podcast of fucked up stories. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, you know, I told you, I I guess it has been a fucking long time since. We, oh, I guess we did talk about it with the. I took that genetic test. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, I realized that I, that or I found out that I'm only fifty one percent Korean and like twenty five percent Japanese. So you know what happened, right? 
That's where I'm Somebody going. probably got fucking raped. That's where I'm yeah. going next. Is I realized it hit me. I'm like, wait a second. I think I'm a rape baby. And yeah. uh, uh, I shouldn't say that like I was proud of that. But it was... Um, You're alive. Fuck it. Be proud. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it was an interesting um, realization to make that um, there's some dark history in my, like background that is part of who i am did it bother you no i thought it was kind of cool all right cool that that's a to me that's a that's a good response because you know when i did my because uh, i'm a dark fucker i like the dark things so it's, yeah it's, it has it, it makes me think about more things you know right i mean that, that that's good because you know when i did my my dna test uh prior to the dna test uh my parents told me that I, no part of me was was caucasian you know but uh-huh. i'm like i'm an american bitch yeah like, <laughs> the fuck out of here yeah like, there's no fucking way so i'm thinking you know there's probably a good chance that i have some european in me. yeah and they also told me that i was like way more native american than i than i actually am oh really so uh i took the dna test and before i even like as i took it i was like no matter what comes out of this dna test i'm still me like i don't really give a shit about like my ethnic background mm-hmm. or anything like that like i'm, I'm still like no that's gonna change me and then when it, when it came back and it said that i was like I think it was like 20 to like 30% European. I was like, okay, I don't really <laughs> give a shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, that isn't, it is, it's not going to change my course in life. Sure. And I think a lot of, a lot of people, they, they try to find answers in a DNA test when what they really need to do is figure out who they are as a person. Also, I agree with that. And I want to clarify, I thought it was cool, not because I think rape is cool, but. Um, <laughs> you sure? <laughs> T- typical man. <laughs> I think the I think it's cool because first of all it gives me a new perspective to explore about myself yeah. and actually I've always been fascinated with Korean Japanese uh dynamics and and now I'm actually part of the conversation as being like kind of mixed up in it, you know? So it also gives me like a different perspective to be able to speak from. So so I thought that was cool. Yeah, to, yeah, I mean to, it's it's like Kanye West saying that being bipolar is a superpower. It's like you got to take whatever, <laughs> take whatever lumps you get and make it a positive. Otherwise, you're a victim. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Mental illness is not a superpower, in my opinion, anyway. <laughs> As somebody that has mental illness. Just... Yeah, I mean, but at the same time, I, I get what you're saying though. Kanye's, you know, achieved quite a bit. He, I He's mean, changed a lot for a lot of people. Let's say that. Yeah, he makes worse music now. Yeah, but before he started making worse music, he definitely changed culture in quite a few, many ways. Yeah, I mean, he he, he used to be a, a really good mm-hmm. artist, and you know, today it's it's debatable at best. <laughs> uh, I, I don't like. I still think he's good, to be honest. I think he's just. It's kind of like when Miles Davis was going through all these experimental phases and stuff. Okay. I think he's going through some. I don't think transition. It's ex- mm transition maybe not quite as awesome as miles davis did. yeah I was gonna say. yeah miles davis <laughs> i guess ne- miles davis owned it when he went through these transitions yeah but- he, was, he was never like uh slavery was a choice like okay you know that's, what I mean? different. Like, that's just that's ridiculous shit okay so here's okay that's a good conversation topic because obviously the soundbite is terrible and maybe i'm stupid but at a certain point i did agree a little bit in the sense that his sentiment when he tried to explain it later which was Hey, at a certain point, if you're not fighting back, it's kind of like a choice. 
yes and no. So that's, yeah, that's a yes and no. Yeah, but if but if, I see the yes part of it. Right, but if you have kids in a family, or if you're born into that, which is what he doesn't understand, because at this point he's so fucking privileged <laughs> that he can't even like look back into like mm. adverse times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like if you have to worry about the the plus the safe, those are just not the right words. Period. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it's also somebody that obviously clearly is not understanding like that there's slavery. There's more slaves today than there were back in the day, mm. and that this and is the, not a choice, right? And then one of the problem, yeah, slavery is not a fucking choice. Like it's forced. That's the definition, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like, do you want to live or die? Like that's that's the choice. Mm. Um, and one of the other problems that I that I see with like a lot of not well, I would say some. I don't know if it's a lot or some. African Americans, some of them. Mm. Obviously, I'm one of them. Mm. Uh, is that people don't seem to understand that slavery uh, was not necessarily a European invention. So people they seem to think that Europeans came to Africa and then enslaved Africa and then brought them to America. That is not the fucking way it worked. The way it worked was there was already a slave trade in Africa, and that my own brothers and fucking sisters yeah, sold out fucking their own sold people. us yeah. They sold us. There was already a slave trade there. And if you think that that's not true and you're religious, please read the fucking Bible. If you don't believe the Bible, thank you. You're a fucking atheist. You're a better person now. I'm just... <laughs> like, it, it, and it's more than just the Bible. It's, mm. it's in, like, all kinds of literature. There was a slave trade in Africa well before Europeans even got there. Mm. That's the way it should work. There's still a slave trade there now. There's still, still slave trade in other parts of the world now. There's a bigger slave trade, but people just want to ignore it and then pretend that America... Our Europeans just invented that shit. That is not the fucking case. Isn't that the way of the masses, though? You just blame whoever is the most successful at it. Yeah, but nobody's blaming Asians. You want to know why? Because Asians overcame the same fucking thing that African Americans did. There were people like if you look at uh, the railroad system in America, that was they were basically fucking slaves. Yeah. Yeah, Basically, yeah. They were, America was testing it out with the yellows. Yeah. They were like, oh, let's get these. Uh, there's a lot of Chinese people out there. Let's see if we can get them to fucking do work that black people won't. And they also <laughs> did it with the uh, Italians. They also did it with the Irish people. Basically, Irish people. everybody. Everybody. Everybody yeah. that wasn't already here, they did the same fucking thing. But for some reason, people kind of want to pretend that you know African Americans got it the worst. But we got it pretty fucking bad, but I don't think we got it worse than Native Americans. To be honest with you, because well, that yeah, was that wasn't they a fucking got genocide. Wiped out. Yeah, <laughs> like they didn't come on our, you know, they didn't come to Africa and kill us all. Right. Our, you know, I would say like eighty percent to ninety percent, and then take over the whole fucking continent. You know, That's I'll, what I'll agree here. with that. There, you know what? Hundreds of years of slavery still doesn't equate to actually just genocide, getting wiped out and not coming back from it. Yeah. That. Yeah, I mean, living is. Still I mean, they're better. both horrible. They are both yeah. horrible. Their degrees are horrible. Neither. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if we're talking about shades of gray, I'd rather have the African American experience versus the Native American experience. Especially now, like we have like this uh, this weird spot in American culture to where obviously there's still racism, right? Mm. But we really, I hadn't noticed. Yeah, but we still <laughs> permeate. Uh, culture here like in so many fucking ways that people don't even understand like are we we rule music we rule oh, yeah. pop and it's culture still, it's actually even growing more i mean yeah. you, people like lebron james and um you know other powerful black people i think they're um as the generations go on they're becoming much more savvy about how to affect the world and so yeah i, I totally agree 
black people are just too cool, man. Well, but we we still need to like we have to instill our values in other places. Like, I, ideally, when the podcast like blows blows the fuck up, uh, I would like <laughs> I get fired from a Disney movie because I said cunt. Yeah, that's just, cunt. Let's just we'll pin that for a second. We're gonna come back to that. Uh, ideally, if the podcast gets big enough, I would really like uh, us to go to. Uh, poor communities and bring tech there and i want to bring oh yeah my knowledge there and be like hey look yeah dude uh this is the way this is the way i did it if you this is the way that you might want to do it that's cool if not that's cool too but this is the way i did it this is the way that i rose myself up from like the bottom mm-hmm. and it's not about you know sports and entertainment dude i 100 percent agree i think that's the way because i actually got really inspired recently working with some nonprofits where they were um it their whole mission is just tech education and opportunity for underprivileged people yeah and dude i mean i'm in the classroom and you got kids in oakland public high schools like learning coding yeah and dude they're creative and they're smart and and but they also have the cultural perspective so um i think that's going to be the biggest change you could possibly do is is uh technology because it is the power of creation and then yeah. the power of making money if your creation is the right kind. So, yeah. I mean, that's always been my theory and I'm still sticking to it is I think that black people will have another massive leap in progressive opportunity when there is a black Steve Jobs or a black Bill Gates. Somebody who's like undeniably changed the world in cultural, in technology aspects, in in uh you know how we live and stuff like that right well so what you said that's all super valid but at the same time we have people out there that are like really successful black people that are in tech but um, not steve jobs I, i'm saying they have to become demigods they have to be like because hmm. think about it these people we're talking about white men that trade places on who is the richest person in the world well the known you know richest. I mean? so the so known you, riches not yeah. you know like Putin's the richest guy in the yeah. world. Yeah, <laughs> thank. You. I'm glad that you knew that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Richest capitalist. Saudi richest, Arabians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, Saudis are like all there, but it's the public you know. richest. Yeah, are, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and and maybe I, I'll say I'll modify by saying the the richest capitalist in the world. <laughs> but once there's a black guy in the mix, I'm telling you, that's going to change a lot. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's going to happen. It's, it's on happen. the way. It's happening. But I somebody's like, going to do it. I would like people to. Remember I said that, by the way, rich, black, billionaire, whoever that is? <laughs> yeah, someone's out there. <laughs> I'm on your side. Give me a grant. But this is the problem that I have. This, this is my personal problem. I understand that kids today, they don't think like this. So when I was a kid, I didn't really give a shit the, uh, the color of the person's skin that was making money. All I knew was, I knew when I was like 11 or 12 years old, what the fuck I wanted to do, the path that was set in front of me, and I knew that I wanted to work in tech. Yeah. And I think that a lot of kids today... They do not have that same motivation for whatever reason. And I would like to give them that motivation. Maybe they won't be billionaires. Maybe they'll only be fucking millionaires. But I, I just want them to know that there is a path there for them to where they can be successful. Maybe not fucking super rich, but they will be successful to, to pass something down to their children. Mm-hmm. And I think right now, a lot of them don't know that. Or they're leading down the wrong path. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. And I think that when you look at uh, Asian families, it's it's already built in. Like, this is how you be successful. And they pass all that shit down. You know what I mean? Like, you, bu- you build a business. But then on the like flip to- side, that's why we don't have any Asians that are awesome in entertainment. 
because those parents stifle that aspect of right. well, creatively. You have, you have some, but it's not many. You're right. Nobody, look, there's not even one Asian, and I'm Asian, there's not one Asian American actor I've ever seen in my life <clears throat> that's like Denzel Washington. Okay. Right? That's a good point. Yeah. Nobody's there yet. There's yeah. no Will Smith. There's no um, Jamie Foxx. I mean, there's so many black people that I could point to right, but that have risen the levels. Asians aren't there yet. This can take more generations because Asian parents have been stifling them in that creative. To, for them, it's too uncertain to gamble your life on art. Right, but I agree you with that, I mean? though, because it is so uncertain. Like, you <laughs> never know. Like That's what I'm saying, that you got to balance it out. Black yeah, people yeah. need more of the technical and more of that That's all we got, this Asian fucking thing. podcast. <laughs> yeah, black and yellow, exactly. Yeah, because you got to, like... Take like the good parts of each culture, yeah, and like kind of mix them a little bit. We still got to take out all those other black and yellow podcasts. We can't allow them to, yeah, po- populate because they're talking about bullshit. Probably, you know what I mean. <laughs> I love how we don't even know what they're about, but I'm gonna have to. It's gonna be bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, dude. I I got freaking Cronus on my side, and this dude can kill people with his bare hands. So, that I can, you know, and. I can use a baseball bat if you have no legs and two arms. <laughs> if you have I'll no fuck legs. you up. <laughs> You'd be really surprised if, like, the, uh, an untrained person really does not know how to defend themselves. No, that, I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's dude, I, especially me. now it's like a purple belt. Like when I'm I not with, surprised at all. When I roll with, like, people that are not trained at all, it's like, they're basically babies. Like, it's like a children. kitten. It's like you're wrestling. Yeah. Like, dude, I tried to spar, mess around with... Uh, one of my friends who who did train in MMA for a long time, and he had two or three fights, you know. Yeah. And he's probably bottom of the barrel in the MMA world, but this dude was like, he couldn't even take me seriously because there was literally no way I could attack him without him defending himself yeah. or countering. Like I, I literally had no way to attack him other than I got to go find a baseball bat, you know. Yeah, and that's like, uh, to me to, to me personally, <laughs> yeah, that's a scary thought. I'm like, yo, if somebody out there could, like, can fuck me up, like, I need to understand how to at least defend myself. Well, that's why I stopped talking shit to people in the street once I realized that yeah. uh, the UFC was way too popular. <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, dude, even people who are obsessed with it, even if they don't train, it's like wrestling where you, if you watch it every day, yeah, you're gonna still know how to do more moves than the average person that doesn't know any. I mean, if you, it, well, this is the if problem. You, if you, if you if you watch at UFC since you were a child. And did moves with your friends like it was the WWF and stuff like that. So even then, if a person watched uh, the UFC since they were like a baby. Yeah. And they decided to do shit with their friends, I would still fuck them up. No, you would. But what I'm saying is those people could still fuck me up. Oh, yeah. That's even, yeah. Maybe. you know what I mean? No, Pro- really. Well, like, probably, yeah. Pro- most likely. I mean, I am I will say I'm being a little humble. I'm definitely... Um, the only thing I got going for me in a fight is I will do anything to win. <laughs> so if you get me in the wrong way, I will bite your fucking throat if I had to. So, wow, you know, I would go all out. I mean, there's no... And plus, I'm actually pretty naturally good at um, wrestling, at least against my peers when I was a child. We got to get on the mats, man. I know. See... We gotta, kick my ass, though. We got to do like a. I want to do like a video series of like, <laughs> you know, you learning martial arts. Like I, I want to like day that would one. That'll be kind of fun, actually. I want I want to do like a video series like day one, like what it's like. So for then you. I gotta wait five years. I won't even tap you out. I'll just tap out some other dude. Well, <laughs> just to see what it's like. So I want to, to for like the average person to see what it's like for a, an average 
you're not average, but I mean, it's like yeah, as far average. as fighting skills go, you're. Well, average. I'm pretty below average now that I'm fat. <laughs> but I wanted people to see what it's like for like an average person to go be somebody that's like you know has experience and to see like how you know it's almost impossible to defeat them. And people like they walk around every day thinking that that they're badass mm. with no fighting skills, <laughs> and it's just like, dude, like I can like fold you up like so right. easily, you know? Right. And I would even take it. E- well, you you're forgetting that I'm a four time white belt. Though. It's all it's all good though. I would take it easy. <laughs> you know, the, the funny thing is, like when I see new people, you gotta come be in, careful. No, I, I'm always careful. Like when somebody new comes in, I don't like. Yeah, you don't just assume. You don't treat. Even though you know that you're going to beat them. Yeah, I just, I'll just i give... Usually when somebody that I haven't rolled with comes in, I'll give them a little bit more than what I'm taking. Sure. That's it. Are you good at striking? Uh, a little bit. But I haven't, you didn't really do I've that. I've been striking a long... Well, I did strike in the Marine Corps. Yeah, I did yeah. striking in you know, a long time ago. But mm-hmm. um, I don't focus on that now because um, brain damage. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that I would like it way too much. Oh, yeah. I, I don't Punching mind getting, people in the face, yeah. I'm and, sure that would feel really good. And I don't mind getting punched in the face. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm getting older, you know. I'll t- I turn 40 next year. So, mm. I, turn, I turn 39 in... You know, I know how Eight I days. Can, I know eight how days I of 39, dude. I'll wait till you're 90, and then we'll go back in time. <laughs> go back... Wait, but then I'll be younger. Oh, yeah, Jesus wait, Christ, you're re- very bad with math. Are you sure you're fucking this. Korean, dude? I'm going to. <laughs> oh, I know what I'll do. I'm wait till you're 90. I'm going to go back in time and I'll send back the 25 year old version of me that was practicing white belt fucking taekwondo. <laughs> and then I'll probably, maybe, still even possibly lose. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. Well, when I'm, when I'm old, I'll be old. I, I already see it. You know, it's uh, it's weird when you get older. Is that? Uh, do you know who Phil Hendry is? No, he's one of the funniest people alive that nobody what? knows about. Yeah. yeah, he did like this really cool uh, show on. It used to be on AM radio, hmm. where he had a show. It's a, it's a weird concept for me to even like explain, but it was almost like somebody would call into a show and then he would argue with them about some like ridiculous topic. But here's the kicker, dude. Mm-hmm. It was him arguing with himself. Oh what? Yeah, he would do like different voices, and you couldn't tell when he changed. Oh. And so, yeah, it was, like, super crazy. But he had this whole thing where he was talking about getting older, and it was, like, him getting older was, like, basically when you're on a beach and uh, you you hear the ocean come in, and every every time it came in, it rode a little bit more away. And you could always hear it coming in, and that was him getting older. And so, you know, I can feel it now as I'm getting older. Mm. But I'm still okay, because I can still fuck up young dudes, but but it's there. Like, I know that it's there. Like, I know I have a a physical limitation, but that's when I fall back on technique. And that's this must be how LeBron feels right now. Probably, yeah. He's just starting to realize he's got some... His upkeep is probably amazing. I heard it's like pretty amazing. Oh, yeah, but so is uh, Steph Curry. So mm. uh, Steph Curry, uh, he goes, or at least he used to go to the same place where I used to float. He floats, mm. by the way. Yeah, I know. The place where I took you? Yeah. Yeah, he, he, he used to go there. He probably bought his own fucking tank by now. Mm. I would definitely have my own tank. That's, the, uh, that's what I might do here. What? Yeah, I might get a, a tank. You can buy a tank. But where are you going to put it? Oh, I'm already getting a shed in the... You didn't, my backyard oh, is actually right, pretty big. Shed. Oh, okay. Yeah. But Ooh, I, that's I, dope. Yeah, but I can also... Uh, so I have no back neighbors. It's a fucking creek and a trail. Oh. And it's funny because like, a friend of mine who actually did the uh, wiring to get that the dryer wired, uh, he walked in the backyard. He's like, dude, you ever seen any deer back here? And as soon as you said that, there was a fucking deer... Right behind my fence. I was like, what the fuck? 
Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. You should have killed it. Well, my, my bow is in the garage. It's somewhere around. <laughs> it's, it's over there somewhere. But yeah. Did I, did I ever tell you the story my friend relayed to me when we were in high school? We, we used to kick it with um, these Mian people. Mian? Mian, yeah. Please they're, explain. They're like, you ever heard of Hmong people? Yes. Okay, so they're like Hmong people, except okay, okay. the reason why you don't know about them is they're a smaller group of people, and they actually have no country. Well, can you explain Hmong people for the podcast? Hmong people I, are like... On. I know it from... Uh, what was that fucking movie with uh, the fucking old guy? Uh, Clint Eastwood. Oh, yeah, they were Hmong for the yeah. Hmong family. So Hmong people are like a, a Eastern Asian group. Gran Torino. In, yeah, they're in Gran Torino. Just watch that. Clint Eastwood will give you all the answers. Yeah. <laughs> and so I used to kick with these men people, and they were like, you know, they were like hardcore. They they came from their own country, and they they were survivalists. And so like the dad would like go out and go fucking illegally hunt like bear, and just bring it home and eat that shit. And yeah. I shit you not, dude. They would eat squirrels off of the fucking um, phone lines. They would shoot them with BB guns. Yeah. Anyway, so one time my friend, one of my best friends, was driving with that were there in the hills, in a truck, and then he goes, "Oh, watch out! There's a deer!" And then instead of slowing down, Spread the dude up. speeds up, <laughs> hits the fucking deer, and then they get out of the car and just start gang piling up on the deer and like beating the shit out of it, <laughs> what the like fuck? put its head in the car door and slam the car door to like it. kill yeah. it. And then they threw it in the fucking back of the truck and took it home. That's food for a while. <laughs> this my friend said that it was this was the most traumatizing thing he'd ever seen. You know, it was like this white boy. And then lo and behold, I don't know if there's any correlation, but he is a vegan now. <laughs> Holy shit! That's that's probably it. He's like it's so he much got violence. traumatized. Yeah. But to me, as long as you eat it. That's okay. Yes, that's what. If you most didn't just kill do. it for the fuck of it and then leave it on the side of the road, like that would be some psychopathic shit, you know. But if you're gonna eat it and it's part of your culture, then hey, yeah, it's a that's uh that's meat. You yeah. know, I was uh. Have you ever read *Stranger in a Strange Land* by Robert A. Heinlein? Oh shit! Did I read that one? Is that the one where they um? They have to survive on, like, another planet? No. Oh, okay. It's where a Martian... Well, he, he was a man... I know went, I've held, held that book in my hands, though. He's a kid that went to Mars. It was a, it's a huge, uh, like, cult classic mm. sci-fi book. It's a human that was born in on Mars. He got raised by Martians, and he came back to Earth. Mm. And to him, when somebody died, they basically became meat. Oh. And so when they died, you would, you would eat them. Oh. Because they were... You know, that's the way they work. Nutrition. Yeah. So when somebody dies, they're, they're meat. Well, how would you feel if somebody ate you? I wouldn't give a shit. I'd be dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how would you feel if you knew they were going to eat you before you died? No, I don't care. I'd be dead. You wouldn't think like, oh, that's going to traumatize my daughter. I don't want her to know that. Uh, I'd be dead once again. <laughs> okay, but dead. if you could stop it before then. Well, hopefully I would like her not to know, but if. Um, yeah, okay, got it. <laughs> well, this this is the thing. So I'm, I'm, I'm an atheist. <laughs> So I don't really give a shit what happens to my body after I die. Sure. Um, if you can, at some point, no matter what you do, when you die, no matter what you believe, uh, every single last atom in your body, every last cell, last atom is going to be repurposed as something else. Mm-hmm. It, it's going to. Even, yeah, that's even science. If you do, yeah, even if you don't believe in fucking reincarnation. Sure. 
It's going to break down in the fucking soil. It's going to break down. You're going to be eaten by bacteria, mm-hmm. by fucking bugs, by whatever. You're going to get repurposed. All right? Mm-hmm. And so, to me, it's not... I don't really give a shit about my body after I die. <laughs> really don't. Got it. I would just hope that I, I don't die in a painful way. And uh, my... Im- I, I think I said this a while ago, but my immortality... Uh, is leaving behind a, a legacy to the people that I meet. Mm. That's why I try to be generally, unless you're an asshole, I try to generally be nice and give you a, a you know a pleasant experience when we meet each other. Um, especially when it comes down to my family, I, I give them knowledge that I have. I pass it down to them so they can pass it down to their kids. And as long as they don't forget ab- about me, I'm immortal. Mm-hmm. That's some like cocoa Until shit. Until right they there. forget about you. Yeah, when they forget about me, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. You know, my, my whole idea of me is done. Yeah, I realize we're all Tinkerbell. You just exist as long as people remember you. Exactly. Um, and I think that's that's probably the best way to think. Yeah. You know, like, I, I don't want to think that I'm going to live in the clouds for eternity because for me, eternity is way too fucking long. It really is. Like, the, the human mind is not designed to... Uh, Unless you to get all those virgins. No, it'd still be too long, dude. It'd still be too long. Because eventually... They old. must rotate the virgins out, because yeah. eventually you, you would get tired of them, and then you'd be upset that they're not virgins anymore, right? They, see, that's the problem. <laughs> but in, in, that, in that fantasy scenario, I'm sure that something works out for them. They get whatever. I always find it hilarious when in religions they have, like, specific numbers. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Like, really? Is that how it works? That that there's exactly that many people that get to go to heaven and everybody else is fucked? There's only one religion <laughs> that that I find, like, acceptable to me. It's Buddhism. Buddhism. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's kind of... Yeah. I mean, that's most people say that because it's the only one that you could correlate with common sense things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was, like, listening to, like, Ram Dass and uh-huh. I, I listened to... Uh, what was the other book on... I can't fucking remember. There was like a book I was like reading for a long time. And it was like, it made a lot of sense. Uh, Bhagavad Gita. The Bhagavad Gita. Bhagavad Gita. If y'all... It's Indian. Yeah, it is Indian. You like uh, Indian food? Yes, I do. I actually have so butter chicken tonight and some naan. Nice. So. Mm. And some uh, paneer. But yeah, uh, if y'all read the Bhagavad Gita, it might might change your life. Might not. But it's a really good... Uh, it's, it's a religious text. And okay. it's uh, really good. I'm not saying like... I'm open. It's neat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, Basically, it's about a guy and his like teachings throughout his life. And there's like a r- lot of really good practical mm-hmm. like education in that uh-huh. shit. So, check it out. I w- I'm not going to say it changed my life. It just reaffirmed shit that I believe in. Mm. So, that's, it's kind of weird as an atheist to say I like certain religions. But I don't no, know. I think... Yeah. I mean... My cousin, who's a hardcore atheist, he uh, told me a long time ago, he's like, dude, you should read the Bible, you should read all that, and he's like, just read it like you would a fairy tale. Yeah, like, well, yeah. get the lessons that you want out of it, and that's pretty much it. Well, that's why I told uh, <laughs> my girlfriend came Because it's not like there's not good advice in every religious text. Right. It's just, but there's, they, it's... there's obviously contradictory stuff but also it's just the institution of religion that causes most of the problems with the text yes itself. but it's also there's like a lot of bullshit in there so i you know um, <laughs> my girlfriend came back she's a atheist as well oh we didn't know that when we first met each other it was like way after we started dating mm-hmm. but uh she's she hasn't read the bible like cover to cover i'm like you you should read have that. you yeah 
Yeah. I never read it cover to cover. Read it co- yeah, I, that's the reason why most atheists, most atheists become atheists. Because when you read the Bible cover to cover, you're like, whoa, this is really <laughs> fucked up. Like, this is... Like this is the this is the reason why people go to church. Well, you know, my thing is, I try to bring up that you, if it's the word of God, you can't rewrite it. You can't have yes. a King James version that some king was like, I don't like how this is. Let's change it so that it works better for us. Well, it's also you can't do that, right? You know what I mean. But it's also the story of especially Jesus. And Jesus should look like a terrorist on all crucifixes. Well, he should look black, first of all. He should look African. Is it African? I thought it was a more Middle Eastern look. No, he should have been African. African? Okay. Either way, point is, he's not a white dude. Yeah, no, he shouldn't shouldn't have been a white dude. But it's all region-based. You know, he he turned into a white guy. He actually used to be darker in depictions, but when when, uh, Catholicism got to Germany, that's when they were like, ooh, we're going to change this up because they were like, you know. And those stories. So the the story of Jesus is not even original. If you look up Horace, if you look up uh, shit, I forgot the other ones. I've been drinking, y'all. There's like three or four different people. Actually, probably up to ten. Uh, it's the same exact fucking story. He did miracles, walked on water, hmm. died, and came back. And hmm. uh, there, it's it's like in India, Africa, and a whole bunch of other countries, and they just plagiarized it. Hmm. And it's. It's not even. What if all of these religions? Because when I was more of a conspiracy theorist, I did think about why is it that there's all these religions with these common threads and things like that. What if it was all planted by aliens? That's a possibility. Would you believe that more? Uh, If I've evidence, yes. Well, without evidence, would you rather believe that aliens placed these religious texts versus there is an actual God? I am evidence based. So. But every scientist has a, has a hypothesis that they're going to lead towards. Yes, but the hypothesis is based upon evidence. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, it's a hypothesis. There's no evidence yet. There is an evidence on hypothesis. How, how could you have a hypothesis? Well, after you do no the scientific evidence. method, there's evidence. But That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you, you Like, Albert Einstein talking about the theory of relativity, there was no evidence. That was his hypothesis. I'm right. saying that comes first. You know? But the evidence that he had, he had evidence that based the, the basis of hypothesis on. But you can still come up with a hypothesis with no evidence. You could just have a hunch. That's bullshit, though. What? You can... Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. You can come up with a hypothesis based on other information that you're inferring a hunch. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I have no problem with hunches, either. Sure. Yeah, because like, a lot of them work out. Yeah, like, like I said, I'm an atheist, but... Like, going uh, on Tinder, you get married all of a sudden. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I think that uh, Buddhism is probably the best way to go. That's mm. a hypothesis for me. <laughs> but it's based upon what I understand, uh-huh. which is evidence of what I've read thus far. I think the ritual in religion is what's so dangerous. The, I remember when I, when I was at working at my dad's bait shop, these Buddhists used to come in every like month, and what they would do is they would buy the live anchovies, and they would go release them in the water. Yeah. And and one time, so my dad, so they buy all these anchovies. They buy like hundreds of them, you know, and. Uh, and then they have them in these buckets. And my dad tells them, like, hey, these things don't live that long without, you know, um, what is it called? Uh, when the water's bubbling. Not filtration. Like uh, circulation? No. Well, you know, they get they breathe off of the, the CO2 in the water, you know. Yeah. Anyways. So 
he tells them that the anchovies are going to die. And then, so they put all these buckets with anchovies on the table and they're sitting around in a circle and they're all like praying and chanting and they got their eyes closed. And my dad is like watching the anchovies and they're slowly starting to die. Right. And then <laughs> he's like, Hey, Hey, there, you should put them in the water first and then pray yeah. because they're going to die. And then they kept ignoring him, ignoring him. Finally, he yelled at him and grabbed him. He's like, hey, all your anchovies are dead. And then, like, they, they, they opened their eyes and they looked and, like, over half of them were dead. <laughs> and yeah. then they all stopped and ran to the water to throw the anchovies. Like reality. a bunch of fucking idiots. Yeah. Your fucking ritual getting in the way of what you claim to be what you're actually trying to do, right? What you just said to me is like the left. <laughs> like, that's literally how it is for me. Like, that's how I see them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay, I won't argue with that. But it's also, same thing on the right, all right? I'm like, I'm very firmly in the middle. <laughs> like, I believe in, like, pro-choice. I believe in a whole bunch of, like, left shit, but I also believe in a bunch of right shit. But you also don't like feminism. I do not. I despise feminism. You despise the movement of feminism, but what about just Third, the idea of feminism? Can I, can I be uh, specific? Yeah, you got to be specific. Third yeah. way feminism. <laughs> okay, so you respect first and second wave. Yes, because they actually because they're the it. ones that actually paved the way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they had actual issues, and well, well, let's be careful. You're you're not implying that women don't have issues. I'm to not fight being for. careful. No, <laughs> I'm not being careful at all because <laughs> men have issues uh, today as well that that feminists ignore. Oh, yeah, that's true. Like, the people, like these fucking bullshit-ass feminists want to talk about uh, female issues. Meanwhile, I don't see them fighting for... They talk about equality, and they don't fight for any uh, male equality shit. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, <laughs> males are circumcised every single fucking day, mm. multiple times a day, mm. as babies. And I don't see a single fucking feminist shedding a fucking tear. Wait, are you shit. circumcised? Yeah, I'm circumcised. Okay. It's not by fucking so choice. I. But isn't I mean? it better, though? How is it better? Well, I don't know, but I've heard that the, the health reasons... There's no... We're in a modern society where you, you wash your fucking dick. I understand back That's in the true. fucking dark ages, what they the, the black, plague, black plague and shit, where like you didn't have access to like soap and water. Right. I can that sort of understand in the that. foreskin would be disgusting. But meanwhile... Yeah. Why wouldn't, why wouldn't you just cut off fucking clitorises and fucking fucking That's labias? That's totally different, though. It is not different. They're literally the same fucking thing. If you throw her at a clit, though... Okay, first of all, getting circumcised doesn't get in the way of us having pleasure at ejaculating. If you cut out a woman's clit, so, her orgasming is going to be way harder. So, there's been many studies now Okay, that men that are not... That the orgasm, the clitoris is useless because men can't find it anyways? No, no. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I find that shit all the time. It's not easy to find. No, it's not. It's easy. It's not to find. easy on all women. Uh, is what it is. Some women are. Oh, it's harder. I find it. Easy. They're like little. <laughs> it's They're like little it. turtle heads yeah. that you have to respect and cherish you before just they come out. Get fucking in there. Anyway, uh, I don't see. They're not complaining about it. I mean, you're cutting off literally the sheath to a fucking penis. And nobody really gives a shit here in America. You should watch this Jim. You know Jim Jeffries? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, did you see his stand-up when he's talking about why he circumcised his son? Mm. Oh, dude, it's so funny, man. It, it. <laughs> Just because of the way somebody looked like that—that that is no, so no, fucked said, up. It, he said the reason why he circumcised his son is so that women will have more enjoyment when they give him a blowjob. <laughs> 
<laughs> see, that, and that is more. Bu- I mean, it's funny, but it's, it's funny more bullshit. Line. Like once you get hard. No, he's talking about the funk that collects in the fucking Just foreskin. Wash your dick. Like, but a lot of guys fuck? don't. I'm, you have to admit, most there's a lot of guys out there. I cannot speak for everybody. <laughs> I mean, I, I I'm very cleanly. Like I, I so love, you wouldn't circumcise your son then, is what you're saying? No, if I had a son, I would not circumcise him. Mm. If if you want to circumcise, I'm on the yourself, opposite. I would circumcise him. Why? I think it. it I think it, first of all, I'm lazy. So knowing myself, Ugh. I would rather <laughs> have an easier easier access to to a cleanly fucking wiener. All right, so this is where we're going to, like, hardcore disagree. <laughs> hardcore disagree. Because you're literally... Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. But what are the negatives to getting... Be, aside from the fact it's not your choice, health-wise, what are the negatives to having your your dick circumcised? Uh, you have less... Uh, there's less feeling. But you don't know that. Yes, I do. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> There's been many studies done. Okay. It's just like saying... Uh, I've heard that, too, actually. If you cut the hood of a clitoris off, it'd be like you saying that there's the same thing. But there's there's a sheet. There, it's there for a reason. It's to cover it up so you can feel more pleasure. Like I don't. So it's not desensitized. Yeah. Mm. When you okay. When you cut okay, that I off, can see that it's argument. less sensitive because all the time it's getting yeah. you know uh, some sort of sensation. So yeah, it's it's literally some old fashioned fucking medieval bullshit that <laughs> we just keep going with, and I, I don't understand the point of it. And we do it every fucking day. Mm. We just cut but off tips probably, of dicks. Why did it start though? Oh well, I understand why. St- well, it started I for think, health reasons, right? For health reasons, and because it was in the Bible, which is okay, stupid. right, 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 right. Because if you look in, uh, I forget what actual book it was. Mm-hmm. But there was a guy who had a collect. I think it was like forty uh, dick fucking tips. Mm-hmm. He had it circumcised, basically forty dudes to appease God. Another reason why I don't believe in the fucking Bible. Gee. Why are you cutting off dicks to fucking appease God? That's uh-huh. like ridiculous. Why wouldn't you just fucking create them without fucking foreskin? Just saying. Okay, I'm looking on my phone right now. It says. That you are more prone to venereal diseases if you are not circumcised. Yeah, I don't believe that. I could believe that because if you don't, if you're a motherfucker that doesn't wash it, first of all, you can't assume that people well, wash their dick. If you don't wash, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, if you're nasty, yeah, yeah, then Obviously. you're gonna be collecting all yeah. that funk inside there. Then I will agree with That's you on that. Disgusting. Yeah, but I'm a cleanly dude. I think <laughs> every person out there should be washing their shit. See, but you're being idealistic. It's not even idealistic. <laughs> Most people won't. I don't even say... I don't. I would hope not. I think... I, the reason why I'm saying that is because I'm pessimistic on people. I think at least half of people are just retarded. So... I would agree with therefore, that. Therefore, right, those that. half of those people probably won't be yeah, washing their I dicks. I agree that. Just wash your fucking dick. That should so, be okay. Let's modify that. If you have any intelligence... <laughs> yeah. That's measurable. <laughs> yeah. You probably don't need to get circumcised. You don't. Just wash your shit. And if some girl's like, oh, you're fucking dick looks like an eater. It's like, oh, well, I can't fucking see your so clip. Oh, goodbye. Then, maybe then you should let it be their choice then. And be yes. like, hey, you're going through puberty. Let me know if you want. I can take you to the doctor and, and get your sin circumcised. That's what I was saying, yeah. Like, let the <laughs> let the kid, when they get older, it should be a fucking decision. Yeah. Like, you're literally, uh, you're deciding for your baby. Mm-hmm. 
to remove part of them as they were born with. Yeah. And that's, to me, that's fucking wrong. Yeah. Like, what if you just decided, hey, your index finger, you don't fucking need that. You just take it off. It's just a baby. You know, True. fuck True, and it's also just based on what cultures think is okay, because, like, in Africa, people cutting out clitorises and stuff like that, it's like, yeah. we might look at them and be like, oh, how could you do that? And that's, that's what I But then somebody could look to. at us and be like, oh, how could you do that? Exactly. And it's, it's <laughs> to me, it's fucking wrong. Like, just, this is the way you were, we are born. I think that a lot of, uh, especially, I think it's really detrimental to uh, both men and women, because... When women see an uncircumcised dick, especially when it's soft, they're like, what the fuck is that? It does look weird, though. But that's... No, it doesn't. That's the way we're fucking born. <laughs> okay, good point. To an American, <laughs> it looks weird. Yeah, but in America. But it's just like, that's the way you're born. That's the natural human body. And I think that's, that's fucking... You know wild. what? Okay, I want to make an argument, though. As an artist, from aesthetic standpoints, there's no part of the human body that looks good with wrinkly fucking loose skin hanging on it fucking skin hanging off your fucking arm if, if around your knees it's not attractive if you're soft yes yeah. but once you get hard <laughs> it's different that's okay. why that's the problem okay, that okay, i have okay. okay gotcha it's just like saying because i don't like the way that a woman's uh labia looks let's just fucking cut them off Fuck hey it. women will discount men because they're not taller than them when they wear heels for fucking two hours out in society when they're not wearing heels all the other yeah, fucking and, time. And they're wrong, too, for the same exact fucking reason. This is, this is the way True you are. True that. I'm just calling them out for like, that Like, I shit. don't... You know, like, uh, me and Kamek, there's obviously, like, a, a height discrepancy. Mm. You know, I'm an average height for a man. Mm -hmm. I'm uh, between, like, 5'8 and 5'9. I'm not fucking... I'm not tall. If you... Well, you can't see me. I don't have the fucking shit on. I'm not tall whatsoever. Okay. I'm average height. But most people assume that I'm tall. Yeah, I thought you were tall, too. Yeah, but I'm not fucking tall. you're buff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, Those muscles I, blind people. Yeah. <laughs> and I have no problem with being my height. Like, if you just yeah. accept who the fuck you are, yeah. you'll be well, way better off in life. Mm. And I think that our society is built upon, like, these fucking fairy tales of bullshit. Mm. I can attest to that. I told you about my tall story, right? My short story? No, I don't think so. My friend fucking... Dude, I was so pissed. So all my life... I didn't have any complex about my height mm -hmm. until I was like 20 fucking five and my friend, I'm having a conversation with him and he's complimenting me, but he's like, oh, you're a beautiful short man. I was like, my brain exploded. Is it a cockroach? It's a cockroach. And, uh, mouse? No. Okay. It's actually a fucking cricket. You hear it? Oh, yeah. Take your headphones off. And you hear it. Yeah. I came in. Anyway, so this dude blew my fucking mind because I was like, what? I'm short? How tall are you? 5'7? <laughs> and I was like, 5'6 and a half. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, 5'7 with the hair. And, um, 5'8 on my Tinder profile. <laughs> but, um. Very six feet. Yeah. Well, I can't pull off six feet yet, but, um, anyways, so he blew my mind, and it really fucked me up. It took me a couple years to come back, because before that, this is a, this shows how important your mentality is, how it affects your life. Before that, I just thought of myself, not as short, I just thought of myself, if I did think about it, I wasn't very conscious about it, I just thought of myself as not tall. Yeah. There's a difference when you call yourself in your head not tall, versus saying I'm short. 
Because yeah. then once you start saying I'm short, all of a sudden you got all these stigmas that come in your head. And I was thinking back, I'm like, dude, I dated girls taller than me because I didn't fucking give a fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then after that, all of a sudden, my game got all fucked up because I'll look at a girl, I'm like, oh, she's taller than me in heels. She's probably not going to want to go out with me and shit like that. Yeah. And all the negative self-talk. I was like, fuck, dude, what the fuck? And that's when I realized, though, very important to to have a strong mentality on how you frame things i saw it it's all good <laughs> so yeah yeah uh i don't know how we got into this I, no i totally understand like what you're saying <laughs> but yeah like being short being tall it's none of that shit really fucking matters no i mean honestly if, if you're too tall you're gonna die sooner if you're too <laughs> short you're gonna die sooner if you're average height you're probably gonna live for a decent amount of time <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, it, this shit is so fucking stupid to me. Like, I don't understand how women are like, oh, yeah, I like a fucking tall dude. Why the fuck does it fucking matter? Same thing with a fucking man. Like, why do you... Honestly, I'll be fine with dating somebody that was tall, like a woman that was taller than me. You know what? I don't really give a yeah. shit. Oh, yeah, I didn't have a problem. Except certain sexual positions are tougher when they're taller than Oh, it's more fun. You got to fucking figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, so I remember I put up a question on facebook asking women i said why is it that girls put height as a requirement on their tinder profiles oh yeah because they're that's so fucked up it is like fucked up. to be yeah. like oh blah 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 i want a guy that's gonna treat me good and if he's not if you're not over six feet don't message me yeah it's like so superficial and a disgustingly superficial and all these girls were like oh it's a protection thing it's uh i feel more safe with the tall guy no and and i was like that's what you say but we live in a modern society where that doesn't really apply anymore no and it's really your own choice and you're just telling yourself that but actually you just want a tall guy for superficial reasons they just they can just say <laughs> it's a preference yeah i mean honestly people have preferences and i don't think it's discrimination it's what you prefer like honestly i have a lot of preferences and I don't really I, I'm I accept that shit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like when I look at porn, yeah. I have preferences. You know what <laughs> I mean? When I date a girl, I have preferences. You know what I mean? Like I like Yeah, that. we all do. Yeah, and there's I think that there's our society wrong with it. Today, but don't try and justify it as if there's some other fucking social reason other than your own personal preference. Exactly. It's like <laughs> me saying like I like girl I like girls with big titties. Yeah. That's because fine. They, they signify that they're more fertile. Yeah. Well, b- no, it's because I like them because they look nice. Well, especially the, I like the white hips. That's <laughs> like a fertile thing. But you know, uh, there is definitely some biological aspect. There is. Yeah. 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 But like, for instance, I like skinny girls. And even, that's fine. Yeah. Even though that a lot of people don't, and they're not actually the most fertile signifying but i don't know especially narrow narrow hips for me like that that's especially like a evolutionary thing Mm -hmm. because you don't want your girl to die yeah but uh it's fine though that's your preference to have like a skinny i see the asian i'm gonna fucking super hard (laughs) fucking left turn this conversation right now i see the thing that people talk about when uh asians are drinking and you have like the 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 glow yeah you have it right now you got the glow Uh, yeah yeah, <laughs> I get it. Actually, it goes aw- for me. It goes away if I drink more regularly. Oh, really? But you ever drink for a while? Uh, no. We gotta hang out more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't been drinking much. And um, but yeah, Asian See, glow. I figured out how to drink 
and still stay pretty slim. So <laughs> I, fig- I fucking figured it out. It's, it's pretty good. I need to figure out how to put down the Burger King. Oh, yeah, that, that's way more important. Yeah, that's way more important. <laughs> put down the that's food. step one. Yeah. I, you know what? I'll be very brutally honest. I just realized just yesterday or this week, definitely my eating has to do with some sort of addiction. What? So the eating thing is Because real- I love food so much. Right. It's weird because you have to eat to, to stay alive, right? Right. But then it's like, how far do you go? I go way past, dude. Yeah. There's no, I'll be super full, and as soon as there's any room, I'll eat, like, three bowls of cereal right after. Like, there's no reason for me to do that, and dude, I know that. You but, can fix that. Well, that's why I'm saying I know it's an addiction because yeah. I can't – I'm not stopping myself even if I know I shouldn't be doing it. Right. You know what I mean? So well, – that's a, I mean, I was a fat ass for a long time. Like, <laughs> what, I was way bigger than you. Yeah, like, You're sure. probably 190 right now, maybe yeah, 200. Just yeah, just about – yeah, 190. Yeah, 190. That's what yeah. I thought. Um, I used to weigh two fifty. Yeah, and like food was a it was a fucking problem. Two fifty is a whole different ball game, too. Yeah, yeah. I was a, <laughs> I was a fucking fat ass. Yeah. And then one day I was like, you know what? I need to fucking. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was, How I was, long were you fat though? I was fat for a good. But you weren't a fat kid though. No, no, okay. I was not. So you got fat. I got. fat. It's not like some kids were like they're fat since like their kids. Their parents fuck up, to be honest. No, and I, they're they're fat since they're infants, basically. I was an athlete when I was yeah. a kid. Oh yeah, so. And then I, I joined the. But Marine it's Corps. easier to bounce back when you didn't start out all your life fat. Uh, yes and no, because mm. it it fucked with me being that fat. Because I mentally. Well, yeah. Because I looked in the mirror and I was like, "You're not that fucking fat, dude. You're good to go." <laughs> I was like, "You're fucking this fucking you know double XL shirt. That's just the way you're just big. You're just big." You know what I mean? You're muscular. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then people will tell me, too, this is what fucked me up. Look, listen, goddammit, if you listen to this podcast and you see your friend that's fat as fuck, tell that motherfucker they're fat. <laughs> Don't be like, oh, you know, you still look athletic. That's fucking stupid as shit. You're not fucking helping them. Yeah, tell them they're fucking true. fat. You gotta be on. Yeah. Or just bring them around your Asian parents because they will <laughs> fucking say that shit straight up. Yeah. If you, if you go to an Asian get together, the first thing that they'll say to me is, oh, you got fat. <laughs> But you can fucking lose it. Yeah, I know. And so, you know, I, you know, one day I looked in the mirror and I was like, you know what? I'm too fucking fat. Now, mm. I, I went to uh Actually, this, this is what happened. Before I went to Iraq uh, as a contractor, I had to get a... What do you call it? Like a medical waiver? Like a medical... I had to get medicals done. Yeah. So I went to get my medicals done and I was talking to my doctor. And she was like, you know, if you were a point higher on your cholesterol scale, uh, I'll put you, you on statins. Oh, really? And I was like, What? And I knew what statins were, and I was like, why wouldn't you just tell me to lose weight? And she was like, well, that's, this is what we do. We put you on statins. I was like, I'll just oh. lose weight. What is a statin? Uh, it's basically it's uh, how to lower your blood pressure and shit like that. And like lower your cholesterol. Sorry. Oh, like drugs. Lower your cholesterol. Yes, drug. Lower your cholesterol, which is very bad. See, that right there is emblematic of the problem with American medical system. Yes. To just give problem. fucking drugs for everything. Yeah. Even like I remember I read a study about um, ADHD. And yeah. In France, they basically refused to uh, prescribe drugs, and instead they just invested money into programs to deal with it naturally. And what they learned over like a 10-year or whatever 15-year period was you can cure most kids' ADHD, what we call ADHD, by just giving them attention and keeping them focused on things. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. 
it's which like, was like, oh. It's a no-brainer. Yeah. Yeah. Which just shows how fucked up America is that, like, any abnormality, they just would rather throw drugs at it than well, they, do the they, right thing. They want the easy out. And yeah, all exactly. These, all these easy... All these easy outs are for the betterment of companies. Corporations, exactly. Yeah, and I was like, Capitalism fuck, at work. Why would you put me on a statin when right. clearly I'm the problem? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. I, I fucked up. <laughs> Just tell me I fucked up. Right. But and I was, help me see how to fix it up. But she didn't want to do that. And I was like, yeah. you know what? I'm just going to do it myself. And uh, when I went to Iraq, I decided one day. Actually, it wasn't even the first day I got there. It was like probably two or three months in. Yeah. I was like, you know what? It's hot as fuck out here. I'm just going to fucking lose weight. And so I started going to the gym, and I didn't fucking stop. <laughs> I didn't fucking stop. Like, For how long? Uh, a long time, dude. Like, oh, I'm sorry. So when I first went, I went to the gym. I lost probably 20 to 30 pounds. Yeah. Uh, like, doing it the hard way. Yeah. And then I came back to Iraq, and I lost, like, the rest. I was, like, 50 pounds, like, all together. Yeah. I went to the gym, like, fucking twice a day. Nice. Every fucking day no excuse i was like dude i'm just gonna fucking go to the gym twice a day no excuses i don't give a shit i would i would literally sleep four hours a day can i be honest one of the reasons why i don't go to the gym and work out hmm. i hate sweating you hate sweating <laughs> do you gotta fuck that's such a, a common thing that i've heard i, I fucking hate, love sweating i'm a i guess i i hate having to take a shower every time after i work out really <laughs> yeah I'm gonna the, but hold on. It's the same reason why I don't wear gel in my hair. Because if I do, I gotta wash my fucking hair <laughs> before I go to sleep. Dude, don't be a weak bitch. I'm a weak. <laughs> <laughs> That's sweat, exactly man. right. I hate sweating. The weakest, laziest bitch. That is the worst. I've never even told anybody that publicly. That's Gross. the worst reason. Women tell me that all the time. Like I work out, but I don't sweat. I'm like, bitch. You are not working out. <laughs> you're, you're, you're just doing some bullshit. Whenever I think about working out, I also factor it. I'm like, fuck, I got to take a shower after. Yeah, that's the way it should be. <laughs> that's the way it should be. Hey, I'm not excusing myself. I'm just explaining well, it. So, this is a, so for most people, um, when they sweat, they, they smell bad. Yeah. Um, for me, I, you can ask literally everybody that I know. People that I roll with. Mm. Like, I don't smell bad with, like when I sweat. Mm. Unless, Until like, you, you give fart? me, like, a bunch of time. <laughs> like, obviously, if I start sweating and, like, you give me, like, five hours, I will smell bad. But if I start sweating, I don't fucking smell bad. Um, I, I, I shower regularly. <laughs> I use special soap. You know what I mean? Like, you can ask K-Mac. She, we've been together for, like, eight years. <laughs> and, uh, like, when I sweat, at first, right. she won't smell anything at all. Yeah. Unless I do jujitsu, and she, she will literally smell other dudes on me. But she won't smell me. <laughs> and uh, you gotta go with that shit, man. You, you have to get comfortable with sweating. Yeah, you're right. That's that's. It. You want to hear something funny though? Mm. Did you know that Koreans actually um, don't smell as much as others? I heard about the Asians in general. No, it's well Koreans in particular though. That's because you're Korean. I'm just just saying. Yeah, well, that's you gotta true. Be... <laughs> no, because I'm, I'm going from a study. I didn't know about this. Uh. But the funny part is. I always had a question about it because I always noticed my friends smelled more than me and then I yeah. would wear deodorant because everybody was. But then when I was like, wait, why am I wearing this? And I stopped and I noticed I didn't really smell. Yeah. I, I, and I thought I, I was just tripping no, and I thought it was yeah. me. And I found out that actually it's the same reason why we produce dry earwax because we don't produce a certain protein that transmits sweat out of our pores that which attracts 
bacteria and causes the body odor. It's also because you have less body hair as well. That, of course, but yeah. but the, it's kind of a confluence of things, you know. I mean, but, it's cool. I mean, anyways, I'm, that's not an excuse. There's plenty of Asians that sweat and work out. But you should sweat when you work out. <laughs> I know. If you don't sweat, you're not really working out. In my opinion, yeah. <laughs> no, it's and, true. And I posted that, and like girls got mad at me when I posted what? that on Facebook, and I was just like. Bitch, you're not working you're out. Not working then. out. Yeah, you are not working really out. working out if you don't sweat. I there's a difference between me saying I don't like sweating versus knowing what's why it's important to sweat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's you, you if you're sweat. not sweating, you're a lazy fuck. There's a reason why there's a term called sweat equity. <laughs> is because you need to put in that sweat equity. That's funny. That's a good. That's a good place. We should probably wrap this up now. Oh, it's been this is probably only three hours. Holy shit! It's not three hours. It's like two and a half. Two and a half. We can go for longer. We can do this more often because I have more shit to talk about. I know. We got more. We should do more. We, by the way, are you still down a trip? Did yes. you say you wanted a trip? Yes. On mushrooms or acid? Yeah, shrooms. Shrooms. Okay, let me get the shrooms. Get, we should. Get the shrooms. You want to do it like camping style? We have to like do a whole event for that. But yes, I am down. Or, okay, there's a couple ways we could do it. Camping. I've never actually done the camping style. We could... What I like to do with my friends is we'll rent an Airbnb, like a whole house, mm-hmm. and then we'll just kick it there all night. Honestly, so yeah. I have a really fucking big tent that I have never <laughs> used. It's a 10-person tent. Oh, shit. Nice. I can put in... It's like a community tent. The backyard. I'll show it to you after we done this podcast. The backyard I have is... is hey, that would size, be perfect. Because like, then if we want to come in, we just come in. Fucking exactly. And we can order pizza. Yeah. Yeah. So we can, do, we can set up the tent, get a couple of people to come down... <laughs> Uh, trip out and we'll feel safe. All right, let's do it. Yeah. So Who you, else would come? Uh, we'll find some people. Okay. I, I know people that that will do it. I'm not going to name them on the podcast. Yeah, of but course. We, John we'll Jacob Jingleheimer Smith, please yeah. come on down. <laughs> All right, cool. Let me set that up. Yeah, let's let's. How do many that people do you think it would be? Uh, we will say I'll say six. we probably won't even end up sleeping in the fucking tent, dude. I'll sleep in the fucking tent. We'll probably just kick it all night. <laughs> I definitely want to do like a. Cause we were supposed to do a, like camping okay. trip yeah. this, like this weekend actually. Mm. Actually, maybe it was last weekend, but the fire happened. Oh. And yeah. so we couldn't do it. And then my my oldest daughter, she got really fucking mad because mm. she wanted to go camping for a long time. Mm. And then once we heard that there was a fire, we're like, ah, we're no, moving thanks. anyway. I don't yeah. really care. And she's like, you don't care. Oh, I'm a teenager. And she got all fucking <laughs> mad about this shit. I was just like, oh my fucking god, can you please can you please fucking stop? She got so fucking mad. Dude, that's why you gotta watch that movie Eighth Grade. They purposely I know your daughter's older than that, but she it, they purposely I mean they skillfully show the um in a humorous way the emotions that go on in kids, you know. Yeah, we've all been kids. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. I get it. Alright. Alright. Buddy man, where can we find you on the interwebs? At your mama's house on her <laughs> computer using her interwebs. That's very uh, uh, Cleveland sounding. <laughs> <laughs> um, interwebs. I. You know what? I got the best compliment from this guy the other day that I met. He said, uh, "It was this photographer. He texted me. He, he was like, dude, you're the hardest person to stalk. What the fuck?'" <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "Yeah." So you can't really find me unless I'm at your mama's house. Yeah, a few years back, it was hard to find me, but now it's very easy to find me. It's awful. It's at your mama's house. (laughs) (laughs) Motherfucker. Getting that dick. No, so where are you you at? Uh, You can find me at uh, Cronus Alpha Geek, uh, I guess on Twitter, 
and uh, at be the BTI. I, you know what? I do BTI. have all that stuff, but I'm not going to tell people what it is. Why not? Because fuck them. Well, fuck them, Art. No, I'm just kidding. Fuck I love all of you all listeners, right. <laughs> but I don't want you stalking me. No, I'm just kidding. You can find me at www.atyourmamashouse.com. Only two W's? <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. No, the, the real thing is there's, not, there's nothing for me to show you. I am actually about to launch a website in which after that I will be like, you can find me, XYZ. But you, you do uh, the Videography Academy, right? Yeah, I do videography. But that's like... By the way, actually, before we end, this is an important thing for me to ask. So I have a pseudonym that I go under when I do the videography academy thing mm-hmm. because it's like corporate sellout shit. Yeah. Not really, but it is. I mean, it's for the money, <laughs> you know? And so um, I made a joke that the pseudonym I use is my corporate slave name. Is that a distasteful joke? No. <laughs> It is not because uh, I said the same thing. So, because <laughs> you can be a corporate slave. Yes. So when people used to, the, I don't know. What I say. Well, fuck it. People know my first name. It's uh, it's Rashawn. Yeah. But people used to call me Rashawn all the time. Oh, yeah. In uh, in corporate world, and I was like, that's my slave name. That's what I told Rashawn is my slave name. <laughs> but but the funny part is, I was uh, teaching a workshop online, and one of my students was black. And I made that joke, you know, I was like, oh, that's my corporate, because somebody asked me why, you know, yeah. and he said, he, and we had to introduce ourselves, and he was like, oh, my name is blah, 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 I don't have a slave name. Wow. And then I was like, oh, that, I can see how that would be interpreted as not cool, you know, not PC. I don't, you know me, man. I, I, I know you. I don't fucking care. You, <laughs> yeah. Like, we all go through hard shit, and that's, yeah. that's one of the things that I want, every, if you listen to this podcast, we, everybody listen to this You've all gone through some hard shit. Mm. And for somebody to, like, try to negate y- what you went through is fucked up. All right? Everything <laughs> that you went through that's personal to you is difficult. And nobody knows or even understands. What you- I, I don't understand what you went through. But I think it's the, hard. But I think the appropriate term that I should use is my corporate horror name. Because I'm willingly selling myself. It's not like I'm against my will. I'm a freaking doing. That's another problem that I have though. Yeah, is that when you say corporate slave name, like people get like super two PC offended. Oh my god, you're talking about black people. Yeah, that's true. Because I wasn't even thinking about black people at all when I said that. I was just thinking about the corporate machine that enslaves you. Right. You know, because (laughs) when you uh, play the game, (laughs) black people are African. People African descent. Mm. We do not hold uh the monopoly on True. slaves there's sl- there are more slaves today than any other time in history mm. and they're not all in africa yeah and gotta remember the people that that were in the slave trade slave trade in africa you were sold out by your own people mm. and it's fucked up but it's it's <laughs> fucking true you have slaves in china people look at your fucking cell phone right now pull it out of your pocket look at it a slave built that shit <laughs> they did yeah that's true that's true an Asian slave. Yeah, an Asian slave. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a good well, point. Well, even beyond that, an Asian slave built it, but another slave dug that fucking lithium. Mm. They dug You're the right. fucking... It's a whole fucking chain of slavery. Chain of slaves. Oh, yeah. That's... And it's wrong. Yeah. On a side note, that's true. My friend, he's, you know, deep in the manufacturing world, and he's he talked about how fucked up it was. Like, he visited these factories, and, like, he saw, like... Chinese people 
polishing Rolex glass yeah. until they were blind because yeah. of all the particles fucking going into their eyes. Yep. I'm like, he's like, dude, you, when you go through that, it robs you of your humanity. Well, that's what a, a problem with like people that were talking about the one percent. Listen, nah. if if you make more than like thirty five thousand dollars a year, you are. I'm sorry, the the ninety nine percent. But if you yeah. make more than thirty five thousand dollars, thirty five thousand dollars a year, you're in the one percent. No, it's three hundred fifty thousand. No. Yeah. No. Let's. Oh hell. You can Google it right you now. Think if you make only... more than thirty five thousand oh, dollars a year, than... you are in the one percent of no. the world. Oh, the world. Oh, I'm sorry. Of the world. Okay, not United States, though. Right, not the okay. United States. The world. Correct, yeah. And okay. so people that are out there talking about, oh, we're the 99%. No, you're not. You're in the fucking 1%, especially when you're fucking texting that shit on your goddamn cell phone <laughs> or, you know, your iPhone or some shit, which is f- full of fucking materials. Full of slave material. Yeah, slave so labor. Get the fuck out of here with your bullshit. At least I understand that I am part of this fucking system. Oh, yeah, no, I definitely came to grips that I don't get to be high and mighty on anything. Yeah. Until I give up all this shit, I don't get to judge anybody because I'm just part of it. And I ain't giving it up. (laughs) I'm not giving it up. I don't give a shit. I guess it's more we need all the people to catch up. Yeah, just just be, at least be fucking, just be aware. Yeah. That's all I ask for. Be aware that, uh, you know, people's dicks are getting... chopped off (laughs) be aware that there's way worse societies be aware there's like real rape cultures Mm. in the world you know be aware of all that shit just don't close your fucking mind Mm. do some goddamn research and figure that shit out true that's a good way to end good way to end yeah alright buddy man alright good seeing you again good seeing you we won't wait four months again yeah it's been which is what I said last time it's been 35 years (laughs) (laughs) alright Rather This fighting style concentrates on the bones, sinews, muscles, and the more fragile joints. The tactic is to wait until the antagonist pauses. And that's when the eagle claw strikes.